1: All right,
0: once again, Thursday, June 9th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, the rain is on its way out of our area, and we're looking at less humidity today. Like Preston mentioned, a flash flood warning is in effect, though, uh, until 830 for Delaware-Montgomery in Philadelphia counties in Pennsylvania, in Newcastle in Delaware, and then Burlington, Camden, Gloucester, and Salem counties in New Jersey. A severe thunderstorm warning has been posted for Burlington Atlantic, uh, Cape May, and ocean counties until six
0: fifteen this morning all right so I, I texted kathy and nick this morning when i got in because i was on uh, 76 westbound and right before belmont and thank goodness there were a few cars in front of me because yeah, they took yeah. the brunt of it but there was a dump truck and it i i just saw a tidal wave come up in front wow. of me and slammed on the brakes, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, because it was flooded. Yeah, yeah. And if if I would hit that going full force, I don't know what would happen. So I texted these guys to say, hey, be careful, check the traffic on the way in beforehand. And I thought for a moment, I'm like, do I call the police? <laughs> right, I-? right. You know, I mean, because if, if somebody yeah, can have right. an accident. I'm like, this is not a 911 moment. But, I mean, I didn't know exactly what to do, and well, I ended up not doing anything. Honestly. Call the and, Coast Guard. No, no, yeah. Right, no, but, I mean, it, it, should I have...
2: Well, honestly, highway patrol.
0: But, but that's a good question. No, but you know? honestly,
2: this is what the the um, traffic reporters are for. Like, people sometimes give the TV traffic reporters mm-hmm. a hard time because you're sitting at home watching it. But but this is really what it's for. They're you're, they're alerting you to all of uh, the spots that are like that. I mean, I got up to that, and um, it, it was still there. Uh, and you know, there were no, there wasn't there had been an accident there earlier, but there were no accidents. So you just sort of have. To, I don't think you called nine one one for that. But
0: I don't I'm know. not kidding. That that wave went up. At least twenty feet. It was yeah. huge. When this, mm. tr- it was a dump truck that wow, hit it, it wow. just went, "Come wham!" It was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, it, like I can see like two basketball, so, you know, yeah, net yeah, yeah, sizes yeah. up. That's how high up that thing went. It That's was insane. In,
3: the year was nineteen ninety two, and I hit a wall of water. Um, I was on Calcon Hook Road uh, or Bartram, right. I hit this thing. It. I felt like I ran into a telephone yes, pole. Yeah, I hit yeah, this thing yeah. so hard it and then scares the crap out of My you. car ended up stalling out, oh. and uh, I had to like go up and knock up on somebody's house. Yeah, let them because we didn't you know cell phones didn't really exist back
4: then. And right. this dude, let me go into his house and call somebody telegraph. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciated the text, but uh, it wasn't where I thought it Was going to be when I so I hit it at full speed. This <laughs> and did you think just it did. was off the exit? Well, so when, when you've texted about stuff like this in the past, yeah. it's been off the exit underneath the railroad bridge, and yeah. then there's that awful area where you've got no, stuck in it the was test. on yes. 76 so
0: it's, before Belmont. If yeah. you're
4: listening now, it's right before Belmont, and, and it, it was worse in the right hand lane. But I hit it at mm. full speed, Preston, and I thought that I was gonna lose control of the car. Yeah, there was something uh, pulling up right to my left at this exact same time. I thought that that guy was gonna spin into me. So if there's any pulling in anywhere, but that that area in Particularly, it was bad.
0: I had already hydroplaned before that too. I was slightly slipping around, like oh, whoa, whoa! whoa. And that's a terrifying feeling. Well,
5: I, 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 as I walked out of the house this morning, I thought <laughs> this. I had. It's been a while since I've seen a torrential downpour, mm-hmm. where it is raining so hard that
4: you just see like a sheet of water in front of your eyes, like coming down that. Hard. So I went to the Coldplay show last night, and uh, it was uh, drizzling for the last hour of the show. And then when we left, uh, we sat in the parking lot for about a half hour or so, and then the torrential rains started. And, And I haven't had to do this in a very long time, but I was on 95, headed south to the Blue Route. I had to stop and pull over to the side oh, of the road. Oh wow! I can't drive. It was coming I can't down drive. so hard. Everybody, Steve, everybody had their hazards on. People were doing the thing where they park underneath the overpass just to get out of it for a little bit. It was it was some of the worst driving I can remember in that's, a long time.
5: That's a notion that sometimes eludes people. That you know you can just pull over. Yeah, it's just fine. Just pull over. I know that there's issues with that as well. But if you can't see, pull over. Yeah. If you know, take the time, take the break. You're better off. Yes.
2: So you experienced that late last night, but um, some severe storms with 60-mile-per-hour winds and large hail uh, actually moved through the area early this morning. Beyond these early storms, clouds will give way to sunshine today. It's expected to be breezy with lower uh, lower humidity and a high of about 84 degrees. Dr. Mehmet Oz, the celebrity heart surgeon endorsed by former President Donald Trump, won Pennsylvania's Republican U.S. Senate primary on Wednesday, narrowly defeating former hedge fund CEO David McCormick after a days-long statewide recount hit by litigation that reached the nation's nation's highest court. The recount determined that Oz had won by 951 votes out of more than 1.3 million casts in the May 17th primary election. It came days after McCormick conceded the race, acknowledging that he was not getting the boost he needed to close the gap. In November's general election, Oz will face Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, who is off the campaign trail while he recovers from a stroke and a serious heart condition. The race could help determine control of the closely divided Senate, and Democrats view it as perhaps their best opportunity. To to pick up a seat in the race to replace retiring two-term Republican Senator Pat Toomey. Authorities in New Jersey say an infant and two toddlers were left inside a hot car while a woman and a teen shopped for nearly an hour. Mm-hmm. Officers from the Egg Harbor Police Department uh, were dispatched to the Walmart Shopping Center at Oak Tree Plaza shortly before 3 p.m. Wednesday for reports of three children crying inside a locked vehicle. Officers found the three children, ages 3, 1, and 5 months, locked inside a parked car with the windows closed. Police used a lockout kit to gain access to the car and free the children who were then turned over to medics. Authorities say all three children were taken to the Atlantic City Medical Center for treatment and they are expected to be okay. An investigator found that Cindy Jourdain and a 17-year-old girl were inside the store for about 45 minutes before the, ch- the children were freed from the car. Both Jourdain and the teen face charges of endangering welfare, the welfare of a child, uh, according to authorities. I, I found it interesting that they're, they're charging the 17-year-old as well. Uh, the outside heat at the time of the incident was around eighty six degrees, according to authorities. And you know, I mean, yesterday was was hot. Yep. I mean, every time I got in my car, I immediately turned the air conditioning on. I'm like oh, yeah. it oh, was I'm, hot.
5: Yeah, and you, you're dealing with <laughs> incredibly young children.
2: Awful. All right, in sports this morning. The Phillies beat the Brewers last yeah, night in right. Milwaukee. Right. Wow. Aaron it. pitched. They did it. Aaron Nola pitched eight strong innings, and the Phils hit four home runs on their way to a 10-0 win. They did it! The Phils won their season-high sixth in a row, five of them under interim manager Rob Thompson. Rookie Bryson Stott uh, went four for four with a home run and a double. Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, and Odubel Herrera also homered, and Kyle Schwarber added four hits. The series wraps up this afternoon, and Zach Eflin will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for two ten. In the NBA Play uh, Finals, the Celtics beat the Golden State Warriors last night in Boston, Jalen Brown scored 27 points, and Jason Tatum added 26 to lead the Celtics to a 116-100 win that gave them a 2-1 lead in the series. Game 4 is tomorrow night in Boston, and tip-off will be at 9 o'clock. In the NHL playoffs, the Eastern Conference Finals continue tonight. The New York Rangers and the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs, the Tampa Bay Lightning, are tied at two games apiece. The puck drops at 8 o'clock for Game 5 at Madison Square Garden. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right,
0: thank you very much, Kathy. All right, we got a bunch of things that we need to get to on this Thursday morning or pre-Friday, as yes. we have dubbed it in the Love past. pre-Friday. Uh, number one, we're going to tell you about what's up on the program today. We have an announcement coming up. It's concerning the, uh, I believe, Presidency blood drive. We're going to get some information. I think you are going to appreciate Hopefully you will. So we'll have that probably around Bizarre File time. Uh, we do have a couple of guests on the show. We're going to have uh, Danny Tamborelli, who was from the Adventures of Pete and Pete. He was one of the Peets yes, back in the Yes, he was day. little Pete. Uh, he was Little Pete on the Nickelodeon show. I wasn't that familiar with the show. And there is an event coming up in Atlantic City, it's at the showboat. It's called the Classic Rewind Weekend, and it's one of these uh, uh, convention type things. Yeah, yeah, nostalgia. Out, yep, and yeah. meet people. And uh, that'll be June 24th through 26th. He's going to be there. He's
3: also got another event that's coming up uh, a little bit sooner with oh. his podcast, uh, and I'll, I'll get that information to you soon. All sooner. right, we'll do that.
0: And then we also have uh, Joe Mr. D. Dombrowski, who's going to be joining us. He's uh, performing at Punchline. Uh, tonight, Friday, and Saturday, so we'll talk to uh, Joe. He's, a, he's a, a teacher, former teacher. Uh, so, well, speaking of teachers, we got to find out who the coolest one is oh, okay. of Clearview Regional High School, and we have one more to choose, and one more to award tomorrow, and then we are done. So, we threw it out to Clearview Regional High School in Hill, New Jersey, said, let us know who you thought the coolest teacher of the past year is, and they did. It is Mr. Dennis Weaver. Yeah! yeah. Uh, Mr. Weaver is an art teacher, and he has been teaching at Clearview for 31 years. Wow. Amazing. And uh, he's a fitness guy. He loves, he's into rock. You know, he's like a rocker big time. Uh, So we can't wait to talk to him and award him this gift. And by the way, he was named Teacher of the Year this year as well. So, Dude's on fire. This is his year and we are happy to announce that and happy to give him the uh, the coveted Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug and also the Coolest Teacher of the Year t-shirt and do a little thank you. If you know Mr. Weaver, let him know. Tell him to give us a call. We'd love to say hello to him this morning. Now, with that, we got to pick one more, friends, and then we're done. It's you. It started with you. It ends with you.
6: <laughs> you 20, are the alpha.
0: 22. You right. are the Omega. The Alpha and Omega reaches into the jar... Pulls out anything hard to grab onto. Pulls out the final one for this year. All right, is Downingtown West High School in Downingtown, Pennsylvania? All right, Downingtown West. You guys get to wrap it up this year. We want to hear from you. Very easy to do. You just text the word "teacher" three nine three three three. You don't need to send the teacher's name or anything like that. Just the word "teacher" to three nine three three three. And then we will send you the voting link. You'll have till tomorrow morning around this time, 6-ish, to get in the boats. And then we will tally them up, and we will give our final award of the year away. So we're excited Excellent. about that. So thank you, guys. So Downtown West, get on that. Make sure you let them know if you know a student there or if you know the faculty that this is happening. Uh, and uh, we'll get moving on that. Now. now, before we get uh, to our break... Oh, by the way, would, Miles Teller went to school there, Nick? He, he grew up in Dunnington. I'm trying to figure out where he went to high school. I don't know if he went okay. to West or East. Um, he pulled up his uh, his Wikipedia page, and sometimes that means he went to that school. Let's just say he did. Okay, we'll, we're going to say <laughs> he did. Uh, I also would like to do this. We're getting ready for our next uh, President Steve sorority party. It's been a couple of years, and now we're back at it again. And we are headed, once again, to Parks Casino. We've had a couple of them there. Always a great time. Our activity this time. Is square dancing? Yes, we always try to some type of activity, and we want to thank the Federation of Delaware Valley Square and Round Dancers, yeah. for coming out and teaching us how to do it. They're they're going to be our callers. They're official, and I would like to take uh, seven ladies who are a- available on uh, well, it's next Wednesday, uh, six to eight p.m. We'll be in the Liberty Bell Beer Garden in Park I'll take the next seven ladies who can attend, twenty-one and over. If you bring a friend, females only. It's a sorority after all. 215-263-WMMR. And if you're not a member, you will join that night. We'll sign you in. We'll do our special little ritual that and we do. It's an important ritual. And we'll get you on board with the Sisters of Pi. So give us a call right now. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. The Entertainment Report. Yep, and stupid question coming up.
7: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before I ask a stupid question, I would like to talk to our coolest
0: teacher. Oh, wow. That
7: was quick. I would like to, yeah.
0: So, we have made the announcement uh, just a little while ago. Clearview Regional High School reached out and, per their votes, let us know who they thought the coolest teacher of the past year has been. We welcome him from the art department. Mr. Dennis Weaver is on the show. Dennis, good morning oh Durka, Durka, Durka. Durka, Durka, Durka. <laughs> hey congratulations they voted you for so you
8: i
9: am uh, blown away i'm blown away it's absolutely a shock
0: hey and this on top of did i get that information correct that you were named teacher of the year at uh um, this yes year?
9: yes yes i'm uh, i'm having quite the year it's been really really good no, yeah. that's fantastic
0: and you have been
5: yep.
9: there how long it's uh, this is my thirty second year. I'm wrapping oh, up, so I'm uh, getting ready to start my thirty
0: third year next year. My goodness! So is that where yeah. your entire teaching career is taking place? Not only teaching, but I was also a student here at Clearview as well. Oh. So yeah, uh, yeah I've, I've literally
9: been in these uh, hallways since 1982. Wow! So, yeah, I'm, uh, that I'm is really fellow.
5: wild. We've heard a few stories like that, and and yeah. I I'm, I'm wondering, uh, you know, that there's there's got to be such a familial sense. To being there that you you spend so many years there it, it's it's a second home for you
9: yeah it really really is i uh it was pretty weird when when i first started because a lot of the teachers that i had were my teachers and uh not too many of those left around now <laughs> but it was definitely a uh, Definitely a, a nice
0: place to work, so I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, I think about, you know, my own high school, and maybe going back to reminisce. I mean, I only spent four years there, and yeah. it, but it seems like it was kind Forever. of home to me yeah. for a while, yeah, that, yes, being yes. there for 30-some-odd years. But I think both you and I would be chased away with torches.
8: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
9: wouldn't... you know, it's, it's, it's been weird, and I uh, actually, just to put even a little bit more of an interesting spin on this whole thing, I just got my paperwork in. I'm retiring at the end of next year. Wow. So, uh, wow. It's it's weird to see this, like, I mean, it's my identity. It's who I've been for a long, long time. So, uh, yeah, it's really interesting.
0: What do you want to do uh, afterwards, Dennis?
9: Oh, man, I already worked four jobs. I, uh, I've been in this fitness thing the last couple of years, so I work for uh, two gyms. I do, like, boot camp instruction and things like that, yeah. which I uh, just got into about five years ago. That's been great. And I'm also a, uh, a bartender at a uh, local area <laughs> Place that changes their name every couple of weeks. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about there? But uh, am I allowed to name to say the name of the place? Yeah, sure. Yeah,
8: sure.
0: What is it? Well,
9: it was BB&T, and you know. Oh, now it's, uh, oh okay. no way!
0: You t- you were a bartender there?
9: Yes. Yeah, so as a matter of fact, for the uh, for the MM I was about 15 feet away from Jackie Bam Bam during his uh, little. Uh, uh, meet and greet them that's great no. uh, that's awesome right here, your tent. yep S- yep,
5: so is what you're gonna do basically uh, an amalgamation of of these jobs that you have now, or is there something else a longer Yeah, plan? and i i
9: I want to get back to my own art as well i mean I'm an art teacher, so yeah. it's been really great working with the students, but I've kind of drifted away from doing my own stuff, so I want to get a little bit back into that as well but between I really enjoy the fitness stuff uh you know I work for two gyms that are great and uh you know that's that's really what I want to focus on. Dennis,
0: what's it like when one of your students comes up and orders a beer from you?
9: <laughs> you know what? Um, not too many have tried. I I've seen some kids walk by. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I I do. The kids know when I'm working there that I, I tell them you can stop by and say hi, but I certainly can't sell you anything in my. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah not, <laughs> just, not not right. What's wow. the next show that you're working?
9: Uh, we have, uh, Miranda Lambert this, uh, Saturday, so.
0: Okay. That's cool. Uh, and you're an art yeah. teacher. That's, that's really awesome, man. Did you, yeah. uh, did you go to school for art? I, well, yeah, I
9: mean, I knew I wanted to be a teacher, so I started out as math, and then I switched to special ed, and I finally settled in on art once I had a really great professor, uh, at, well, it's now Rowan, but it was called, uh, Gl- Glassboro State College when I was there. Yep. And, uh, I had a guy that just changed my life, and he made me, uh. So interesting part that I ended up doing
0: that. There and there you go. you go. And chances are you have done that as well to uh, you know to somebody who, throughout these thirty-two years who. That's bartending. <laughs> Very
9: <laughs> kind of you to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's cool. And and one of the things that, that I really haven't touched on uh, with, with any of the teachers that we've talked to yet is is what it's like going through that, uh, that that group of people that you bond with, and then you kind of send them off into the world. And every year you have to do that, these people that you've gotten to know and made connections with, and then they go on their way. It's got to be a little bittersweet. It's,
9: it's, it's really an interesting profession like that. I mean, I know a lot of other careers, you're with the same coworkers all the time, and we have a rotating door of coworkers, really. It's yeah. the kids that come and they go. Um, but what's great about it is... Uh, I've got a fantasy football team with a bunch of my old track guys I used to coach. And I've Uh got, you know, people that I keep in touch with artistically. One of my really great, great students is an art teacher about five miles away from here at Kingsway high school. So, it's been uh, it's been really nice to have those relationships <clears throat> over the years. So well, I it, value that a
5: lot. It definitely was, has been, continues to be a banner year for you. So, yeah. uh,
0: and it yeah. sounds like you're onto good things after as well.
9: Yeah, uh, that's awesome. That's
0: awesome. Well, to add to your collection of accolades, we now have <laughs> the coveted Preston and Steve coolest teacher of the year coffee mug, and we now have the new Preston and Steve coolest teacher of the year T-shirt that we're going to send you. Yeah, up
8: yeah. And that's,
9: that's
0: that from, is that is from your students. Awesome. So congratulations, awesome, awesome, Dennis. Have a great <laughs> Summer and and we'll see at the we'll see at the whatever they call it now the the BB and T CB and B whatever it is yeah. Uh, yeah. FM, yeah all right thank you Dennis congratulations uh, Dennis Weaver, he is the coolest teacher at Downingtown West High School uh, no I'm sorry at uh, Clearview Regional yes. High School the the final school that gets to vote is Downingtown West High School so you guys have till 6 a.m. and maybe we'll be talking to your teacher. Tomorrow morning, we'll find out. All right, stupid question time. Let's do this. We are going to give away a $50 Visa gift card from Marvel Studios. Ms. Marvel, a question I have for you this morning What is the only U.S. state whose entire northern border is formed by a river? Two one five two six three 3 WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What is the only U.S. state whose entire northern border is formed by a river? Nick, I wonder if you know the answer. You're you're good at uh, geography. I think I do. alright five uh, two six three 215-263-WMMR. Call that. We'll go through some birthdays today. Thursday, June 9th. Um, all right. We'll start with this. He's been in the news more than anybody lately. Johnny Depp's birthday. Johnny today. Depp? Johnny Depp is 59. I wonder what he's up to. Years old today. Well, he just joined TikTok, Steve. He <laughs> did. So that's the latest in his world. And he's been getting
5: up on stage where there had been with Jeff Beck. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the, the crowd is... Uh, you can see he's actively looking to reclaim his yeah. rep and his fan base. He's,
0: he's really getting it oh, out yeah. there. So uh, he turns 59 today. Uh, the great Michael J. Fox... Turns 61 today. You were just talking about him.
5: Uh, He had uh, admitted that because of the Parkinson's, his ability to recall dialogue has become really problematic.
0: Yeah, so he is not taking roles any longer, any substantial roles that require a lot of uh, memory when it comes to uh, lines. So, yeah. I always loved him. He's great. He's great. Uh, So he turns 61 years old today. Uh, Natalie Portman, she's great, too. Oh, I literally
3: woke up to her face this morning.
0: Uh, How so? (laughs)
3: Uh, the, the he third, sleeps with Natalie Portman I, I, I have been sleeping right. with Natalie Portman uh, <laughs> I didn't know that It's pretty wild um, I don't know how it even happened It's uh,
8: really uh,
3: cool No, my son is uh, going through the Star Wars movies again And uh, it was the scene where she was giving birth To Luke and Leia And literally I when I Uba? woke up Uba.
8: Uba.
0: Uba. Yeah. Uba. Wait, so you left your TV on all night? Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah Always? Yeah
3: So my son... I could not sleep. I I
0: could not sleep with a
3: TV on in the room. I mean, this might be a topic for another time, but my son has been sleeping in my bed because his room is so... staggeringly hot now uh, oh okay. that, uh there's a, if only there was a way to condition the air <laughs> it won't work in his room that's the issue oh oh okay, okay. so there's there's literally two rooms in the house that the air that the central air is not working
0: okay <laughs> okay so for now until you guys fix that problem <laughs> I don't even I don't even know how to fix it call horizon so you're things, just leaving yeah. it they'll take care of you Hey,
3: you know what, Kath? I've been sick and out of the uh, house yeah. for a little while.
0: He wants yeah. a, a little, a little yeah. companionship. Mm-hmm. What an I excuse. got it. Let yeah. the kids suffer for crying <laughs> out loud. Let Casey be okay for a while. Natalie Portman is 41 today. Gloria Rubin, uh, she was on ER. Uh, Jeannie Boulet was her uh, character's name. I think name. her character Beautiful. got AIDS. Uh, did she really? Yeah, I think that was like... And Walker counselor. told her. Yes. Uh, the, you remember that powerful <laughs> episode? Yeah,
4: there were yeah. ER... It was a, cross- a crossover. Uh-huh. They, they, had, uh, they had Walker, Texas <laughs> Rangers show
0: right? up at ER... You guys remember? ...on the <laughs> set of ER at the hospital... Walker told me <laughs> I had it. ...and let her know she indeed tests positive for HIV. Uh, are for you a Texas state trooper? Oh, yeah, what are you doing here? Uh, So she is 58. Uh, an actress, Mae Whitman. I loved her in Scott Pilgrim Versus the World. She's great. She was also Amber on Parenthood, and she was in The Duff. uh, And she is 34. And then last birthday, uh, a guy we've had in the studio before, Aaron Sorkin. Oh, yeah. Celebrates his birthday. So cool. Yeah, prolific writer. He's a guy who wrote um, A Few Good Men. Yeah. And West Wing and Moneyball and Charlie Wilson's War and The American President and The Trial of Chicago 7. And it goes on and on and on and on. Uh, He is uh, 61 today, I believe. Yes. Yeah. He had been married to Christian
3: Chenoweth.
5: Oh uh, really? Yeah, that was his wife okay. for a long time. Yeah.
3: Okay. Nice. Uh, Press. I, I saw that you um, you're a big fan of the new recut of uh, a few good men with the uh, the little facial software where they're <laughs> oh my it's gonna... hilarious.
0: Wait, I don't think I saw that. one. Oh, you one. didn't see that one. I saw the uh, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross one. That's oh, another good one. It is I mean, I just sat there and laughed out. It makes their faces look, their eyes look gigantic, their mouths look like they're yeah, yeah. smiling and have this weird look. I have not seen the few good oh, men. The few men good man. men one is I a home run. Got to see yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Aaron Sorkin, happy birthday, and everybody celebrating birthdays today. All right. To the phones we go. I want to know uh, what is the only U.S. state whose entire northern border is formed by a river? And we have our first caller in was uh, John. Hey, John, good morning to you. Good morning, it. Good morning, it, John. <laughs> thank you. All right. So, the only U.S. state whose entire northern border is formed by a river? Kentucky. Yep. Yeah. 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 Hang on, John. Yeah. We're going to give you, sir, a $50 piece of gift card. That's from Marvel Studios' Ms. Marvel. You can witness the origin of a new Marvel original series streaming uh, now. And it's only on Disney Plus, by the way. Got a lot of stuff to get to, so let's dive right into the whole Johnny Depp thing. Uh, Yesterday, his lawyers responded to the message that women's rights are moving backward due to the verdict in his defamation trial made by a spokesperson for Amber Heard. Well, Host uh, George Stephanopoulos touched on the trial's effects on domestic violence overall, saying victims' advocates have argued that the verdict is going to have a chilling effect on domestic violence claims, and it's a blow to the Me Too movement. And to this, Camille Vasquez replied, I think our response to that is that we encourage any victim to come forward. And domestic violence doesn't have a gender, by the way. Uh, so you don't see this as a setback in any shape or form, Stephanopoulos asks. And uh, Vasquez says, we do not. We believe that the verdict speaks for itself. The fact that uh, the facts are what they are. The jury made a unanimous decision based on those facts. So, that, you know, she's I mean, right. they were presented with she's all damn the a good information. lawyer.
5: If you watched any of that, yeah. the, the way <laughs> she, she was objecting like crazy and the judge
0: was siding with her. By the way, we're going to stay in court for the first three stories here. Oh, okay. Uh, so, please, approach the bench. We need a gavel. Uh, Bill Cosby. Oh, Jesus Christ.
8: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Bill Cosby denied a California woman's claims that he sexually assaulted her at the Playboy Mansion in the 1970s in a recorded deposition Never happened. that was shown on Wednesday to a jury, considering one of the last legal cases against him, uh, Judy Huff has testified Cosby forced to perform sex act on uh, at the mansion when she was a teenager. Now, on Wednesday, jurors were shown a roughly 10-minute video that showed clips of Cosby answering questions from one of Huff's attorneys during a deposition in 2015. It was seven years ago that he did this. Cosby answered no to questions about whether he tried to put his hands down Huff's pants and then took her hand and used it to put down his pants. He acknowledged that he would bring guests to the mansion, but said that he does not remember Huff or the friend who said she accompanied her that night. He said, I don't know Miss Huff.
5: So I told you about this series, uh, th- about Hugh Hefner and the Playboy Mansion and the histories on A&E. And uh, they had different segments, and one of the segments were the celebrity. Mm. They, they weren't, they were, for all intents and purposes, were living at the mansion. So... Cosby was one of them, and there's a ton of footage, a ton of footage. In fact, one of the clips that they used in the opening credits, Preston, was him... Hitting on a reporter, oh. you know, while he's playing tennis. And right. so, man, you know, the guy was living there. He was living that life.
0: Asked if Huff's account uh, could have been accurate, but Cosby had forgotten the incident. He said that uh, was not possible because, quote, this young lady is saying that she told me she was 15.
5: Donkey Kong!
0: Uh, Cosby, now 84, said he never pursued contact with anyone he knew was under 18. He hmm. did, is not expected to attend the trial in person. In cross examination of Huff, Uh, Attorney Jennifer Bojean challenged her account, including her revised timeline. Uh, Bojean pressed about the traumas in her life and antidepressant use, suggesting any emotional distress she suffered was unrelated to her time with Cosby. So we'll see how this plays out. There was
5: a situation that would occur, Preston, during uh, this time. Let's say the height of it, like the late 60s, 70s, you know, where it was just really this debaucherous, you know, thing going on. And um, they would have an overflow basically of people coming to the mansion for this so there were two satellite like estates
0: in a mile a mile and a half of the the playboy mansion where they would like shunt activity off to no kidding yeah wow all right well here's another court case and uh this one's interesting because i I, i'll explain that the the quote-unquote victim or the person that is the focus of this does not agree with what their parents are saying so ezra miller yes the actor Uh, is being accused of grooming a now 18-year-old activist from the age of 12 as the parents seek court intervention. But this person is saying, no, my parents are overreacting. So according to court documents in Standing Rock Sioux Tribal Court, uh, attorney and activist Chase Iron Eyes and his pediatrician wife Sarah Jumping Eagle claim that Miller has been manipulating and controlling their daughter Takata Takata Iron Eyes uh, since uh, the two met at Standing Rock Reservation in North Dakota back in 2016. They say Miller took an immediate and apparent innocent liking to Takata Toc- to at the time. The parents allege that Miller gave Takata alcohol and drugs like marijuana and LSD as a teen and exhibited a pattern of corrupting a minor. Uh, Chase and Sarah said that Miller, through the Quiet organization, which the actor was affiliated, offered to pay for Takata to attend college at, early at 16, at Bard College at Simon Rocks in Massachusetts, Massachusetts, uh, Miller would later use this against Takata to create a sense of indebtedness, the parents say. Uh, Takata dropped out of school in December. Their parents say that uh, they traveled to Miller's home in Vermont in January, finding that Takata didn't have their driver's license, bank cards, or keys, preventing Takata from leaving on their own. So they go on and on about this stuff. But um, Takata, this person, had released their own statement, uh, and it was on Instagram, and the, the, caption, the, the caption said, Context. I dropped out of Bard five months ago. My friend and comrade William passed shortly thereafter. My mind was incredibly impacted and I've needed space at the time uh, to process the grief. My comrade Ezra Miller, uh, for the entirety of the aforementioned era, has only provided loving support and invaluable protection throughout the period of loss. And then they go on to say that uh, my father and his allegations hold no weight and are frankly transphobic and based on the notion that I am somehow incapable and of coherent thought or opposing opinions uh, to those of my own kindred worrying about my well-being. And it goes on. Like I don't that know, that yeah, really I
5: was while. reading a lot of this. And, yeah. and uh what it does is it makes Ezra Miller that much more radioactive, regardless of what this is and regardless of how this plays out with all the things that he's been uh, getting arrested multiple times. Yeah, and, and, and in Hawaii. In and Hawaii. And his, yeah. there's, there's obviously a ton of trouble going on. And I know you agree with me, Preston. I, I really love him in the role of The yeah, Flash. Flash. And this movie yep, is sitting right. there that's poised to be a next-level career jump, but they've got to get these things under control. Yeah, yeah, so Steve, I
4: just I looked up his IMDb, and he's got that on the horizon, obviously, and that's next year. And then beyond that, he plays a young Salvador Dali uh, yeah. in Dollyland, uh, But beyond that... And he opens up Dollywood. <laughs> yeah, That's well, that's just a side gig. Uh, dude, but, like the <laughs> the roller coaster's like melting. Melted, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not getting on that. <laughs> what the hell time is it? Yeah.
3: I don't know. Uh,
4: there's nothing after that. And I, I, I think you're 100% right. Yeah. I think once, like, he's not going to get any more roles offered to him. You
5: can't. So the whole thing is can you insure the actor? Yeah. Can, can yep. you
4: insure the actor? I, yep. I was
5: watching the offer and, um, you know, the story of the making of the Godfather. And Brando was considered a liability. He had to take a, a uh, salary cut for them to agree for uh, him to play the role. It's wild it's how these wild. things work out.
0: All right. Uh, some other stuff. Light or fair. Uh, this may not come as a surprise, but Nick Cannon is going to be welcoming even more babies into the world. Jesus. On Tuesday, on an episode of Lip Service Podcast, Cannon said, let's just put it this way. The stork is on the way. You remember he'd gone... He was getting set up for a vasectomy. So here's a little follow-up on some of that. The actor announced in January <clears throat> that he would be welcoming his eighth child with model Brie Tessie. In 2021, he fathered three children. <laughs> twins, uh, Z- uh, Zion Mixolodian and Zillionaire. Right. Right. Uh, Zillion, middle name, air. Right. And xylophone. And Abby De La Rosa and baby Zen. Well, that was with Abby De La Rosa. And baby Zen, who that was the baby that passed away ah. in December due to brain cancer with Alyssa Scott. Per his therapist's suggestion at the time, Cannon tried celibacy. Uh, <laughs> after losing Zen, he said that he was experiencing depression and fell off the wagon. So he said, so in December... The thing is, everybody saw that I was down, so everybody was like, quote, "Let's just give him a little vagina and that's going to cure it all." Oh, so everybody? basically he was saying all these ladies uh, were, they were just throwing their vaginas at him they were throwing yeah, vaginas yeah. at him. He said and he was trying to duck so it's
2: and terrifying. he said yeah.
0: I fell victim to it because I was in a weak state, so December Damn especially way, right before Christmas, I started effing like crazy look out.
2: Oh my God! There's another vagina. Look out!
0: Yeah, so they're just throwing them at him. Uh, so yeah, so he's got uh, apparently another one on the
4: way. I mean, there's Dude.
2: ways to do that. There and are not ways get to not get pregnant. people pregnant.
0: No, there
4: aren't. Idiot. No. Every time. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. A few months ago, Ryan Reynolds released a drink that he calls the vasectomy. Last night, Ryan Reynolds posted a video with Nick Cannon <laughs> making a vasectomy.
0: <laughs> it's hilarious. God, I'm it's funny. so it's so damn funny. Well. Uh, Apparently, there's a national tampon shortage. And Procter & Gamble is blaming comedian Amy Schumer. Uh, The 2022 Oscars host appeared in commercials for Tampax in 2020. And a spokesperson for the company told Time Magazine recently that retail sales growth has exploded ever since. Uh, Tampax uh, boxes are flying off the shelves and demand has gone up by almost 8%, the spokesperson said. Amazon sellers are taking advantage of the shortage. In January, one box of 18 tampons was listed for $114, about $6 more per tampon than women usually pay. Uh, Many are skeptical of that this is due to Schumer appearing in the advertisements, especially since Playtex tampons are also in short supply.
5: Well, uh, yeah, true. But aren't there... uh, So in general, this is something you you always need to use, right? I mean, it's not like, I think I'm going to start using... Tampons, right? I mean, it's... Oh, it's like, right. No, it's,
2: like, it's not because more people are using them. Oh, it's trendy No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's short supply. No, my friend was having, like, a real issue finding the ones that she wanted, and she... Really? They were completely sold out. She couldn't find them. Yeah, she was freaking out a little bit. Yeah,
0: so there's a tampon shortage.
5: Yeah. And, and we know that for some people, the cup doesn't work, right? The, we
2: sure do. Yeah. We sure do. Yep. We sure <laughs> do. Yeah,
5: <laughs> Would you ever consider using an old-style beer stein? Stop.
2: <laughs>
0: The one that has the cap on top of it? Exactly, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Never considered that. Excuse me for a second. Uh, Vanilla Ice made history when he earned his first number one rap song in the Billboard Hot 100 with Ice, Ice Baby. But there seems to be a misunderstanding between the people behind the song. During a recent visit to the Art of Dialogue, Mario Chocolate Johnson the person that Suge Knight allegedly designated as co-writer of the song, spoke out about the record and how Vanilla Ice did absolutely nothing. Um, According to Johnson, Ice lied so much that he started to believe his own lies as truth. Yo,
5: Vanilla, kick it
8: one time, boy.
0: God. Uh every th- So Chocolate is disputing what Vanilla's saying. Yeah, he said yeah, exactly. Can you imagine that? <laughs> chocolate and Vanilla being on opposite sides. Huh. So he said, uh every song I did that on that album he created, he credited it himself. Mm. I said that uh he wrote Ice Ice Baby at 16. He didn't write no parts of that song and he really believed it. So imagine that. He said people think that we had a problem with Ice Ice Baby. We didn't. Ice Ice Baby was already in the can. Paperwork done. We had a problem that when the record came out, I was sent to Texas to work with him on the album. And I had heard that if you got a problem, yo, he'll solve it. Yeah. Uh, He said, I did nine songs, and he was supposed to pick five that I was getting paid for, but he ended up putting all nine on the album. Nine songs? Johnson went on to explain that uh, Suge Knight never hung Vanilla Ice from a balcony and that fans made that an urban legend. A biopic about Vanilla Ice titled To the Extreme is currently being developed with actor David Franco, in the starring role. Oh, really? What? Okay. Yeah, I could see David Frank. Yeah. It's him. He's, he's got kind of a uh, similar look about him. Uh, so, yeah, the, the whole hanging him out the window thing, apparently this guy said never
5: happened. Yeah. It was made up. Vanilla Sh- Ram Shug- with that Shug's done, you know, throughout his life, has done some pretty uh, crazy things like that. Uh, you know, they're, they're hanging off the balcony and stuff. And didn't he back over two people in a parking lot or something? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, That's yeah. why he ended up going to jail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there hasn't been much word on the film since Franco spoke about it during an interview with Insider in 2020. At the time Franco said the film was inching closer and closer to pre-production. This song was huge. And yeah. the, the it was video gigantic. was yeah. you yeah. can't escape
3: it. Yeah. The the dancing style like all of it just seems so like tough and street and you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I look at it now and it's just uh it's it's fun and it's of a time but yeah. it it looks a little ridiculous.
0: Mhm. Uh, let's see. People reports actor Alan Cummings' buddy co-star was located in a basement and has been rescued. Cummings and PETA have been looking for Tonka the chimpanzee since April. On Monday, PETA announced that they had found the missing chimpanzee in the basement of someone who previously I'm said... in a
5: basement somewhere. I don't know where
0: I am. <laughs> Can you describe the, the s- a, your there's surroundings? There's
5: a water heater in the corner and a mop in a bucket. I hear the sound of a, of a subway, something... And there's a delivery truck outside.
0: All right, stay on the line because I'm if not we can, going anywhere. if we can triangulate your location, I'm scared, banana-less. <laughs> <laughs> all
8: right.
0: So you hear the subway, and there's a, there's mop a delivery the truck
5: outside. I'm hearing it sounds like uh, <laughs> Spanish.
0: <laughs> Where did you get this phone, by the way? I found it in the bucket. <laughs> So uh, yeah, they found they found the missing chimpanzee in the basement of someone who previously there, there's a toilet in the middle of the room. <laughs> Wait, you're in Pittsburgh? Is that where I am? Yeah, because yeah. there's they... a knife
3: right next to the toilet. Oh, there's a poop <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... knife.
0: <laughs> I didn't know he had a chimp. Yeah, in, well, in this movie, he was his co-star. Oh, it's not his actual. Movie. In, the, okay. in the movie Buddy. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, they found the missing chimpanzee in the basement. I remember this movie. I so previously all. said that Tonka had died. Let me spit that. <laughs> sentence it out. out. All right. Now anyway. Yeah, I solve it. Yeah. <laughs> Check out the hook. Or to your mother. <laughs> uh,
4: this is based on a true story. Rene Russo was the star, and they had a whole bunch of simians in it, including Buddy or Tonka the chimp.
0: Okay. Ah man. So, yeah, but I've never but heard of it. Tonka wasn't Buddy the star because yeah,
4: buddy, buddy looks buddy like an gorilla. ape, yeah. a gorilla. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe. Oh, man, I think Louie and or Mikey was in this movie as well. Stop it. Yeah. The, ones the ones have ones have we the
7: studio
0: here? Yeah.
4: Wow. Well, we have a connection to an Oscar-winning film.
0: Anyhow, according to uh, PETA, they said that uh, he could only take a few steps in any direction. Uh, he was not allowed to go outside. He couldn't feel the sun or grass beneath his no, feet. it's horrible. He had no companionship with other chimpanzees, something extremely important Aww. to chimpanzees' welfare. Uh, Tonga is now in Florida. At, uh, let's let's now go to at Florida and check in with yeah, all I'm at a retirement
5: <laughs> village here. It's awesome.
0: Uh, we eat at 2 o'clock in the
5: afternoon. I have my own golf cart, and I hang out with Manny
0: and Jaime. <laughs> Much happier now. Yeah. Great. You can have uh, margaritas and relax in the sun. Oh, my God. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Driving around in your golf cart. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Young at 6 <laughs> uh, Yeah, so uh, Taga is now in Florida at the Save the Chips Sanctuary. So, chips? They're saving chips and chimps? Chimps. Okay. Did I say chips? You, you, you did. Oh, so Save the Save right. the Chips Sanctuary. This is for Eric Estrada. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Larry Wilcox and Eric Estrada. <laughs> That's where they retire. They can wander freely. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a line where he can run free. in the dirt, dig. <laughs> I love that goofy bastard. All right. Save the chimps. Oh, chimps. oh, chimps. oh Sorry chimps. about that. Yeah, so Tonka's doing okay. All right, Tonka. Good for him. Uh, according to Elle magazine, Kourtney Kardashian is tired of the Scott Disick drama getting in the way of her and Travis Barker's screen time on the Kardashians. Uh, she said, oh Travis God. and I... Uh, what, you guys don't want
2: to hear any with about <laughs> No, this level
0: of <laughs> narcissism. Film and have the best time ever. And then we've been watching the edits, and it's been so annoying because they're swirling us in with this Scott drama.
5: Was, uh, so they shoot these episodes, and then they're, it's like almost a full year after whatever happened then is the current stuff airing. Right. But if you don't want that, then don't do the show because that's how it's that's how they produce the show. So she was unless telling, you want
0: to put a live feed in their homes telling her friend Steph Shepard uh later she says that the editing is enabling this old narrative and buying into something that doesn't really exist it shouldn't be it should be excuse me an empowering episode about me getting out of toxic relationships and really having this fairy tale love story. Oh, it's a fairy tale love that story. That is my reality she says. So uh let's see a couple of casting things um the AV Club reports that Arrested Development star Jason Bateman will no longer serve as director on the film Artemis. Uh, that stars Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans. I believe that is that. That's um, a moon based story. that, that Artemis is that. Well, who yeah, from the Martian and uh, Project Hail Mary. God, why do I always forget the audience? The, the, the,
3: the Martian, the author? Go through yeah. the
0: alphabet. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, uh, I... Oh, no, C, that's not going to work. D, do it. E, F, G, H, I. Can't remember. I um, I'm on the spot. We're live on the air. I can't do the alphabet Stop thing it. right now. Uh, he's great. He's a great author, and I have uh, read three of his books, and I can't remember his name. He wrote The Martian. Yes, he wrote The Martian. Okay, Andy, Andy Weir. Wheel. Andy Thank Weir. You. Andy Thank Weir. Started- yeah, hey, Andy, first hey. letter. Didn't work. All right, so anyhow, uh, Bateman reportedly quit the film uh, due to creative differences. And also, uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are coming back together again this time to launch a production company. Matt Damon.
1: Matt
9: Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt <laughs> Damon.
0: So, deadline reports that the pair are in talks with Redbird Capital's Jerry Cardinal to secure funding for the company. Not familiar with this guy as he no. is
3: Oh, I wonder why team owner if they're called Redbird Red Bird because it's Cardinal. Cardinal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ah. So, yeah, production company. So, they're uh, they're partnering up on some more stuff. All right. Um, I think we ought to do the clips now. Okay. Mm. All right. Let's begin with this. A classic enemies to lovers trope requires a real connection between characters. Here Sarah Catherine describes the first time that she met her first kill love interest, uh, Imani Lewis. Here we go.
10: I had been cast as Julia and they brought in Imani and just knew Imani was it. It was... (laughs) It was just totally destined to be. She gave me one look, and I just melted <laughs> to a puddle. This was meant to be. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It was, there were just too many little things that were. we had similarities and everything. Yeah. It, was, it was perfect. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't <laughs> give a f- <laughs> So First Kill uh, premieres on Netflix tomorrow, by the way. Here's the next clip. Jurassic World Dominion marks the first time since the original Jurassic Park that the cast reprised their roles in the franchise. And in this clip, Sam Neill praises his new co-stars. They're just such sweethearts, that's the first thing. And they were so
5: welcoming to us and just generous.
1: Chris Pratt is a genuine action hero. And that's something we've never really done. I I find him completely awesome. Jurassic
0: World Dominion is in theaters today, by the way.
5: Rockstar Mm -hmm. Rob gives a thumbs up. He does. Yes, if you'd like to know that
0: input. Yeah, I'm happy to know that. (laughs) All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the entertainment report for you this morning. I want to get some more ladies on board for our sorority party. It's next Wednesday. The yes. Zeta A to Pi sorority parties return. And uh, this time we always like to have an activity where it's, uh, whether it's uh, some some kind of, uh, we've done painting over the past, we've done different kinds of uh, meals and things like that. What would be the fun thing to do after a couple of cocktails? We're doing square dancing. Yeah. yeah. Courtesy of the Federation of Delaware Valley Square and Round Dancers. They are going to be there and they're going to teach us how to do it. And we're gonna do it as a group, and let's get some ladies on board. We'll take five callers right now, 21 and over only, female only. You'll be indoctrinated into the Preston and Steve sorority Zeta to Pi. You can bring a friend 215-263-WMMR It is an invitation on the event. We're headed to Parks Casino to do this next Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m., and we will be, we're going to have the entire Liberty Bell Beer Garden at our disposal. It's ours. It yeah. is fantastic. So we will have you invited to the bash. Let's get you going right now. We'll take those callers. you are going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay close.
11: It's time to roll up your sleeves to help your neighbors in need. a blood, that is. WMMR presents the 17th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 24th. Two locations to choose from. The Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks or... The event center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia in the South Philly Sports Complex. Make your donation appointment now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Fred and Steve t-shirt. A reusable tote bag from Window Nation. Plus juice from Everfresh Juice. Not to mention the pride of knowing you made a difference. Appointments are required, so sign up today at WMMR.com. The 17th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Benefiting the American Red Cross. From 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly
0: first. Uh, I have a text shout-out. I'd like to send this out. This is from Catherine. She says, could you do a last-minute shout-out to my husband? Just found out yesterday we're pregnant. And we are just so happy. His name is Adam. Thank you. So, Catherine and Adam... Congratulations to you guys, and welcome to the ride. It's going to be you a good You end up one. farting more when you're pregnant, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would think so, so. You'll hear a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of so that. you're yeah. farting for two. You're that's farting right. For yeah. two. Yep. Yeah. Uh, by the way, and uh, since we're talking about the butt, how about a butt plug real quick? I got this email from uh, Michael M., it says here, and it is a benefit. Uh, it's a, a French charity that's coming up. His name is Officer Billy Seifert. Uh, Billy's battle against colon cancer has been uh, a difficult obstacle for the Seaford family, he writes. He underwent surgery in January. He's continuing to go through chemotherapy and radiation. Uh, Billy and his wife, Diane, and his daughters, Alyssa and Brianna, have a long road of recovery ahead of them. Although we can't help them with their medical battle, we can't help them with the financial burden that lies ahead of them. So there's an event coming up on Sunday. Uh, it's at the Abington Club and the 1910 Bar and Grill in Jenkintown. And it'll be from 2 to 6 p.m. And tickets are 45 bucks. You can purchase them on eventbrite.com. And they sent us a link. So, Nick, I don't know if you have that or not. No, uh, hand it to me or forward it to me, and I'll, I'll make sure we post it. Okay. And uh, so, it's Sunday, 2 to 6 p.m. at the Abington Club and 1910 Bar and Grill. Uh, 300 Meeting House Road in Jengentown, So that's uh, for Officer Billy Seifert. So help out if you can. Hello. And there is the butt plug for you. Um, so let me see. There's a few things going on in and around our town. It's time to stroll the streets of Philadelphia in Scooby-Woo. the city. Wow Wow. <laughs> Featuring the meat behind a New Jersey shore band's beat. <laughs> Preston Eddie. I did I not mention the name of the band, by the no, way? I oh I that. didn't. I'm a dumbass. Uh, they're five times famous. Five times oh, famous. And it's their band. I'm just accompanying right. them. Right. So yeah. that's gonna be at Mud uh, Mudhead, not this. Saturday, but the following from Five one to four. Time, we're doing that afternoon show. So, <laughs> That's anyway, good. all right. So, um, <laughs> I want to thank our uh, on the scene reporter, uh, the, uh, Marissa Magnata, who helped out and sent me a bunch of cool stories uh, for the city beat. And we're going to start with talking about um, Aiken's Oval. Yes. Uh, this summer, the Oval XP is going to transform. That's what they're calling it. Uh, So Extreme Oval. Into Philadelphia's largest outdoor, uh, one of the largest outdoor urban areas. uh, And the the pop-up festival fills eight acres at the base of the Philadelphia Museum of Art's famous steps. There's going to be food, drinks, games, public art, live music and wellness classes Ooh. Ooh. and it starts next thursday a week from today and it continues every wednesday through sunday until august 21st so over eight acres yeah so what you're gonna find is one of the things that marissa mentioned uh, yesterday front and center is the ferris wheel yeah it's cool. Uh, standing at 108 feet tall so you want to get some good views of the city yeah. you got it right there you can enjoy 360 degree aerial views of the ben franklin parkway of Uh, The museum, the Center center City Skyline, and beyond. So that's one of the things. They also have what's called the Imagination Space. Kids ages 12 and under will get to enjoy a nine-hole miniature golf course. Imagination playground blocks and builder kits. Interactive gaming activities like ping pong, connect four, and Legos. Uh, Books and instruments that they can borrow from outdoor reading and music cards. That sounds pretty cool. And events ranging from storybook readings... Arts and crafts, music lessons, children-friendly performances, and a bunch more. Uh, There's going to be free music and entertainment. Uh, The brand-new Summer Stage will host some of the most diverse music programming in the country. And the Summer Stage will also host free community-based events, including uh, the Love from Philly Festival, which is going to be on uh, June 11th. So that's this weekend. And uh, Nuevo Fest, which is going to be July 9th.
3: Okay. Uh, Marissa, do you think uh, this is more for the people that actually live in the city, or this is for Tourist? people outside the, the, the suburban, uh, suburbanites? Yeah. Suburbians? Suburbanites, suburbans, yes. suburbanites uh, to come into the city?
6: I think this is both. I think mm. um, the people who live in Fairmount, um, this is their front yard, this is their playground. So they can go over there, especially those fields over there. There's lots of like softball games and t ball games and stuff. So this is their playground um, for during the week. I think when people, are visiting the city, um, like I've told you guys before, the line for the Rocky statue is outrageous. So to have this across the street from that, I think that's really cool. It makes our city look really awesome. Welcome
1: to Philadelphia.
6: <laughs> <Next>. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Philadelphia.
0: Uh, yeah, they should, ha- they should have that, that speak. Yeah. Right, yeah. There should be a, uh, uh, on the statue, uh, it was a recording of Sly. Welcome to Philadelphia. Yeah. Next. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, also there will be public art, uh, a 33,000-square-foot ground mural uh, titled Common Ground by artist uh, K- uh, Kayla Rosa. K- K- Kayaki? 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 No, it's C-A-L-O. Calo. Calo. Calo, Calo. Calo Rosa. Jerry oh, it's like Jerry Calo. Calo. Yeah. The C. Uh, Rosa, born in <laughs> San Salvador, now lives and works in Philadelphia. He's known for his colorful street art pieces. And Rosa sought to create a playful space where all can create and enjoy being together in a common ground. So how's the uh, traffic situation impacted by this, Marissa? Are they uh,
5: redirecting, or is everything as is?
6: Actually, funny you ask. Do you guys know they put pylons um, around the steps? No. So you now can't, like, pull up. You know how you just, like, pull up and let people run up the steps? You can't do that anymore. Well, they were doing
3: that because people were riding their ATVs and motorcycles and stuff up there. Is that what the story is? And they also, they put up rumble strips. And I saw this from Huey (laughs) Dillon. They put rumble strips. The thing is, they painted the rumble strips so cars could see the painted rumble
0: strip. People think it's a walkway. That's
3: right. And they
8: think it's a
3: crosswalk. Yeah, Yeah. they think it's a crosswalk. Uh huh. I don't know if they fixed that or not.
0: Uh, so, and they're also going to have the city's biggest beer garden. Uh, the XPS X- beer garden fills sixty thousand square feet of outdoor space. It's the largest outdoor beer garden in the city to date. Uh, it'll have multiple bars and seating options, giant versions of backyard games, a small performance stage with a free lineup of diverse performances. Uh, That includes comedians, spoken word poets, uh, acoustic artists, and more. So, Scooby-Dee-Wow, you can end uh, doing uh, spoken word.
5: Afternoon in the city. Uh, Everything is so pretty, but the tears run into the gutter. (laughs) Uh,
0: 24 taps from local breweries, rotating selection of pop-up menus created by local minority and female chefs. Uh, And also, the um, uh, Milk Boy will operate the beer garden. Oh, nice. Which is cool. I like Milk Boy. So
4: I I think the Ben Franklin Parkway probably like top five stretches in Philadelphia. Kelly Drive and and Boathouse Row probably up there as well. Uh, Do you guys have favorite? Like roadways or well, like sh- prettiest parts of the city. Can That's say? a
5: wonderful part. It also yeah. has an incredible, we all have the collective memory of the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God. That that just. One of the best days a, ever. One of the
3: best days ever. I love Kelly Drive. Yes. I absolutely love Kelly Drive. West River Drive's not bad. The, eh, it's the, not, as the, the, not as good, though, it's right? It's not as good. Yeah. It's right. not as good,
2: and it should be. If I could just go into the city and stop at the art museum, that's what
6: I
8: would do.
2: Any other part to me is a headache. Yeah. Like, I'm okay coming down Kelly Drive, uh, art museum area, and then I'm going back home.
0: Uh, Yeah, it gets a little crazy. Driving through there? Are you talking about walking?
2: Uh, I'm just saying, going, like Nick was saying, favorite parts of the city. Like, I don't ever want to go past the art museum if I don't have to. (laughs) I'm I'm serious. After that, it it becomes a headache.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of a favorite stretch of, uh, I mean, because the parkway is beautiful, especially if you walk it. You yeah. Know? Um, if you walk from city hall all the way down to the art museum, it's pretty damn gorgeous. My yeah. favorite
5: thing, and I'll do it three to four times a week. I go visit that display of the various fish that are
0: in the river. Okay.
5: Uh, and yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. amazing. Yes. Yeah.
3: Uh, also, there's, um, like when you go down Belmont here to like Belmont to Parkside, like that whole area of like Paramount yeah. Park where the Police Touch Museum is. Yes. They're wonderful. It yeah. needs to be developed better Nicer. because it, it, yeah. is,
5: it is such it a really-
3: wasted sort of space and it could be really Dude, really great. They, and need, they need
0: to, to s- put some lights in, in Fairmount Park or something because I dread going through there and some of those stop sign yeah. you know it's your turn to go now thing just suck. I, I hate it. it It it's people drive like jerks They should replicate what they have the diorama of what the,
5: the, uh, the fair looked like you know uh, y- years ago do something like that. Spruce it
0: up a bit. Yeah, couple no, of throw pillows. Be cool. yeah. All right. So anyhow, they are. They're going to have this. Uh, it's called the Oval XP. Interesting. And uh, yep. So that goes on. Uh, in, wow. in the city in the summer. Summer in the city. <laughs> Hot city All right, so a uh, a legendary broadcaster passed away. Trudy Haynes, the Emmy Award-winning journalist who smashed barriers to become Philadelphia's first black TV reporter, Yeah, uh, passed away on Tuesday morning. She was 95 years old.
4: I grew up watching her. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I would watch the um, Channel 6 News at noon, you know, I'd be home from school. You know, like, Trudy Haynes and and Jim O'Brien and, like, these guys, uh, Gary Papa, that that they were who we watched growing up. I don't remember her at all. She
0: was on CBS 3 in... Oh. Joined there in 1965. Okay. You see the picture of her I'm looking at a picture and I'm an idiot. And remained there until her retirement in 1999. And over the course of her career, listen to this, man. She interviewed Martin Luther King Jr., wow. uh, former President Lyndon Johnson, and former First Lady uh, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. So those are some big, big interviews. All at once? Nope. She oh. also interviewed several Philadelphia mayors and Pennsylvania governors. You know what, Steve? I take that back. It doesn't say here if she it did it all at <laughs> once or not. I mean, thank I you can't, for coming. I can't discount that. So my uh, yeah. my, my players. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: my grandmother, uh, my maternal grandmother, passed away before I was born. Her name was Marty, and uh, when she was in the hospital, Trudy Haynes came in and and did a, a, a series about interviewing cancer patients. And um and so my grandmother's on the news. My mom. Uh, then contacted Trudy Haynes years later to try to track down the footage of that interview because she had no footage of her mother at all. And uh, there apparently there was a fire at one point with CBS 3. And so the TV studios lost a lot of their, their old footage. But Trudy Haynes went out of her way, went above and beyond to try to help my mom
0: track down this footage.
4: Aww. Unfortunately, they couldn't do it. It's amazing. She was so nice to my mom, Steve. It was a really, really cool thing. So my mom, I talked to my mom yesterday about Trudy. And uh, yeah, it's, it's sad to lose her.
0: I By the way, I can't
4: do it right now. I'm working on a special feature about stealing Christmas trees out of public parks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Oh, um, then yeah. we'll just let you do that. There is hard-hitting journalism to be done out there, too. By the no, way, Trudy seemed very sweet.
0: <laughs> Trudy began her career in Detroit, in 1963, and she actually became the first black weather reporter in the United States.
5: Wow. Well. I love that we we live in a city of firsts.
0: Yeah, uh, in fact, uh, Haynes said uh, when they say you're the first, that puts a lot of responsibility <laughs> on your shoulders. Uh, she was doing a Black History Month interview uh, with CBS3 last year, and she said, "I got to be good unless you don't get unless you just don't give a damn." <laughs> uh, one of her beats was uh, show business and celebrity gossip, which like Haynes, you, yes, just like me. Uh, she explored through her segment Trudy's Grapevine, and uh, this gave her the opportunity to interview the likes of Sylvester Stallone. Denzel Washington and uh, Tupac Shakur. So she, uh, she talked to everybody.
2: Did, she, did it say how she passed?
0: Uh, she was ninety five. No, okay. it, it doesn't say. Because
2: well, last year you said she she did an interview. You know, yeah. So, I yeah. Mean- That's good that she was able to to live up
0: until the end. Yeah. Uh, On Twitter. powerlifting accident. Journalists and others who had uh, crossed paths with Haynes mourned her death. She was a role model to many in the industry. Uh, She attended Howard University in Washington, D.C. After graduating, uh, she modeled for Ophelia DeVore, a trailblazing African-American model and agent.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You Uh, familiar, Kathy? Yeah. Yeah.
0: DeVore was one of the first agents who uh, promoted black models and marketed to non-white consumers. In 1990, Haynes started a scholarship that provides financial aid to students pursuing degrees in journalism and communications. That's awesome. And after retiring from CBS, uh, she continued to work in the TV industry. In 2012, uh, she had her own program. It was called the Trudy Haynes Show. And she also volunteered with uh, Philly Cam, the nonprofit that operates Philly's public access television network. So So she
5: was mostly local, but she looks... Familiar to me, at
0: least, her, or a picture of her younger. Did she do any national stuff, President? Mm, it doesn't say on okay. here. No, All but right. I mean, you know, maybe she was featured from time right, to right, time. Right. I'm not really sure. Uh, but a legend in, in the in the world of, of broadcasting and news reporting, uh, Trudy Haynes, So sad, but 95. But what a life! Yes, what, what a great life! It's amazing. So, yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, living a, a great life and a cool one, and I did not know. Steve sent me this article uh, about a guy who is a filling native. So, if you ever see an Adam Sandler movie, you notice there's two or three people that are in every single movie. Yeah, yeah. One of those guys is from Philadelphia. His name is Jonathan Laufren. Uh Lawfren, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. So you would know him. I'll, I'll give you one of his iconic roles in uh, The Waterboy. Yeah. He's the guy who talks like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, one yeah. of his eyes is cocked to the side. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, And he's been in a bunch of his movies, but he is from the area. He went to Archbishop Ryan. He played basketball and football there. And he made a connection with Adam Sandler over sports, and they've been good friends ever since. Okay. And Adam puts him in all his movies. Everything.
3: I watched Hustle last night. I don't recall seeing him in Hustle. I believe he is in Hustle.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know which.
3: I have yet to watch it. You know, That's what, not the same guy, Nick. Uh, Nick's looking up that guy. Yeah, there's yeah a, that's oh, him. That
0: was, yep, that's him, Jonathan Lawren. But he's oh. not in Hustle. Uh, Okay. Okay. So he was living in Los Angeles in the early 1990s, taking acting classes with hopes of breaking into show business after moving from northeast Philly. Uh, But his career, the one that started with a a movie that bombed so badly that he didn't even get paid, (laughs) uh, seemed more likely to lead him home to Parkwood than keep Loughran in Hollywood for another 30 years. But then he got his break and here's how it happened. So a friend from acting class. Helped him land a job as a waiter at the Improv, the famed comedy club in Hollywood. He became friends there with Alan Covert, who would soon introduce him to Adam Sandler, and they bonded over basketball. They started talking about basketball. Lawfirm became Adam Sandler's assistant through that friendship. And then Sandler began casting his friend uh, in nearly all of his movies,
5: and then, and, and the loyalty is really uh, wonderful that he's continued to do that, and they've remained friends. I love his turn. He's with the other guy that Adam Sandler puts in all his movies, uh, where they are the uh, the, the, the gay the dead, couple. Well, the or death no? metal rockers and Little Nicky. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I was thinking of in but yes. Um, it, it, uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. No, 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 no. Uh, in uh Big Daddy. Big Daddy. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Aren't they a gay couple? Yes. Yeah. Yes. In that yeah. yeah. And the one of them you have
3: I got too much doo-doo in <laughs> yeah. my underpants. Yeah, yeah. That's one of his buddies that right. he always puts in the movies. So
8: my Tommy Hart. <laughs> uh, I got too much doo-doo in my underpants.
0: <laughs> Peter Dante is that guy's name. Right. He's, right. he's the other guy. Uh, So he's traveled the world with Adam, uh, Jonathan has, and found his way into more than 40 movies. Wow. And has lived in California now longer than he did in Philadelphia. He said, it's amazing. It just kind of happened. If someone didn't help me get a job at the improv, then uh, it would have never happened. I probably would have moved back to Philly who knows what I would have done? I love this guy, Adam Sandler. Like he's yeah, just absolutely,
3: you know, like he just loves to take care of his friends. Look
5: at look at the the movie. The Grown Ups movies are yeah. they're not masterpieces. No. They're they're fun, but I love watching him with basically all of his friends
3: hanging out, having a good time. You know, doing these movies. I, you know, and I I know there's been musicians out there who you know they're like filthy rich, tons of money, right. and then he'll have like guys in his like a uh, band. No oh, man, I need uh, I need some money. He's, all right, well let's go out on tour real quick. You know, yeah, all right, well, we're, cool. we're we're gonna go do this. We're gonna go make you some money real quick, and uh, you know, and that's
0: what that's what he does. He's yeah. like, hey, yeah, let me just chuck you a couple of bucks and make you some money. Uh, Sandler's movies are known for casting many of the same actors. Lawford is part of that crowd. He said, I don't know why he decided to put me <laughs> in. One day, uh, the first Sandler movie he was in was uh, Bulletproof in 1996. I said he was doing an album a long time ago, and he asked me if I wanted to do a voice on the album, and that was it. He said, it's pretty cool, I have to say. We travel around, and I always say I'm semi-famous. A lot of times, Adam is signing autographs. Someone will ask me for an autograph, and someone will say, who's that guy? Uh, They have no idea who I am, but it seems like there's a lot of people who watch Adam's movies... And they watch him over and over again, and they come to like the guys that he puts in. I love seeing them in the movies.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, when you were first talking about this guy, you said he talked like, you know, I thought you were talking
0: about that, like, Cajun dude. No, that not that never... guy. This is a guy who goes, uh, was that a joke, Bobby Boucher? Uh-huh. He goes, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> uh, so, but, uh, yeah, no, he he wasn't the Cajun guy.
3: Yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, I really enjoyed Hustle. I watched it last night, and there are so many people in that movie. It's just, i mean like, wait, wait a second, I, I, I know that, you know, and then like, you know, Jay Wright pops in so there, and A yeah. lot of the recognition factor.
0: Awesome, yeah. So, but the
3: movie is solid. Oh,
5: I thought it was really solid, uh, I'm yeah. looking forward
0: to it. Uh, so, Lawford apparently was a football and basketball player. Ryan, his father was a car salesman and a bookie, and his mother was a stay-at-home mom and a bartender, and uh, he grew up in a row house, attended Catholic schools, was raised in a middle-class neighborhood. I uh, said, growing up in the Northeast shaped me. I played sports every day. That was my passion. Northeast Philly was a unique place growing up, and I carry that with me everywhere. I wasn't the toughest guy, but I think growing up there gave me a toughness that I've been able to deal with a lot of things thrown my way in this business and life, and be able to shake things off. And I also learned a lot about sa- sarcasm. He said, uh, "So yeah, he's uh, he and he and Adam are, are very close friends." And I'd love to get him on. Uh, yeah, we should yeah. we should attempt to do that. I Why bet, not? I bet we could line that yeah. up at some point in the near future. We just gave him so, a, a loving segment. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> How about the time he tackled a guy from Louisville
0: and threw him into the stands? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm thinking back of Big Daddy. I don't think he was uh, one of the, the two that was no, he wasn't. the cup of the game. No,
3: football. no, no, no. Those are the other two guys. He's the... Yes. Uh, the other guy that you're thinking of is the, the cab driver, or I'm sorry, the limo driver from The Wedding Singer. It was the yeah.
0: Cone. Yeah, yes, and also yeah. in uh, in Anger Management, he's the guy with the biggest... The really big Johnson that's moving in on uh, yeah. Marissa Tomei. Uh, and he's another one of those guys right, yeah, right. that Adam puts in in all these movies. He's just got this group he's of He's got buds. like four or five. Yeah. I've been him a lot.
3: Adam's got a great, uh, his character in the movie last night, he's got a great line that I, I, I we need to grab because he goes, you know, he's talking to this basketball player. He's like, oh, man, Philadelphia fans, you know, they're the best. And then he pauses. He goes, actually, Philadelphia fans are the worst, but that makes them the
0: best. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That kind of sums it up, right? Yep. Yep. All right, and then I have uh, one more City Beat, maybe two more City Beat. Let me see here. One City Beat, two City Beat, three City Beat. (laughs) All right, how about this one? Uh, Another one sent to to me by field reporter Marissa Magnata. A long-awaited transformation of Reading Terminal Market. Will extend the footprint of the nation's oldest continuously running farmers market. Officials said during a groundbreaking ceremony that they had on Tuesday. It was groundbreaking. The Filbert Street Transformation Project was initially announced back in 2019. It's my favorite band of the 90s. Uh, yeah. The Filbert Street Transformation <laughs> Project, Project. Yeah, they opened for yeah, uh, the Chicago User Transit Authority. <laughs> yeah, right. pretty similar uh, sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a ripoff, really. As a way to expand the historic market and create a large public space for residents and visitors of the uh, Philly staple to enjoy. Uh, the plan was delayed by COVID-19, is now sta- slated for completion by this coming fall. It's a million-dollar project. So they're, they're going to reconstruct the 1100 block of Filbert, uh, adjacent to Redding Terminal Market, and create one of the city's first curbless streets all right with sidewalks and car lanes at equal height to the rest of the block. That sounds kind of dangerous to me. No, what could go wrong? A portion of the parking lane on Filbert Street. You're to do away with the traffic lights too. Will be removed in an effort to widen the sidewalk by eight feet, making room for additional seating. <laughs> so the cars and can drive around your tables. The street changes are meant to serve as a traffic calming measure for the area, as Oopah. seventy seventy <laughs> percent of visitors to Reading Terminal Market apparently arrive by public transit. Uh, those who arrive by car will be able to stop at one of the several passenger. Uh, loading and unloading stations for ride shares as well. I, I love uh, the, the the market.
5: Me too. I can't remember the last time I was there, though. Me either.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about that,
5: and uh, it's been, well, I mean... Covid kind Take of put- two years, and then before that, I can't
0: even remember the last time I was in there. I mean, we
4: did um, two or three St. Patrick's Day broadcasts there.
0: And I think that's where this is, Nick. Yeah, I think that's where you go under, uh, right by the bar that we would do the St. Patrick's yeah. Day broadcast. So. And I, I, I don't think I've been back there since. Mm. Uh, in addition to indoor seating, high-top tables and other seating will be available on the widened sidewalk, weather permitting. Uh, The outdoor dining options were initially used throughout uh, the pandemic as a way to keep Reading Terminal Market open and busy without risking illness to others in uh, close contact. Uh, The outdoor space will also be utilized by local artists, artisans and food sellers uh, to host outdoor farmers markets, special events curated by Reading Terminal Market. All right. What is an artisan versus versus an artist? Uh, so there's, I always consider an artisan more craftsman like. Okay, making you right know, as a, like, selling
5: tchotchkes. right? right like okay. uh, like someone who maybe someone who makes furniture or something of that nature. Okay, artisans no, are a worker. I would suggest. Yeah, artisans
2: are craftsmen who work in textiles, pottery, glass, and other areas. Artists work in fine arts, including painting, illustration, and sculpture. Okay,
4: can you be a bread artisan? And a, yes, artisanal.
2: Artisanal yeah, yeah. bread.
5: Artisan yeah. cheeses, I know I that. think so. That would, that would be a craftsman of, yes. of sorts. I like
0: bread and cheese. Mm, Though, have you ever too. seen Salvador
5: Dali's bread? It was amazing. Mm. <laughs>
0: it had lots of clocks in it. Yeah. All right, let me do one more story, and then that's enough for the city beat. Uh, let's see. So the Kimmel Center campus, uh, Chef Jose Garces and Garces Events announced the grand return of the Balcony Bar at balcony the Balcony Bar. Yeah, Balcony Bar will offer uh, breathtaking views high above Broad Street every Wednesday this summer. And they have a brand-new happy hour bite menu, all-new summer drink specials, and those stunning views looking down over the Avenue of the Arts. Uh, So this will be open. The Balcony Bar will be open for the summer season uh, Wednesday, June 15th uh, at 4.30 for Center City Sips. Uh, And uh, I'm not sure exactly how often it's going to be open, but... Uh, Returns with, it says the Bavany Bar also returns with Soundtrack for Summer provided by some of the biggest DJs in the Philadelphia region. That guy's huge. Uh, Yeah, he's like eight feet tall. Uh, No, Lens Mars, Rez, Bobby Flowers, and Lean With It, Rebel. There's a whole list of them here. Uh, So that will be coming up. It's great down there. uh, And I I didn't know that uh, Jose Garces was the the food provider there until I went to the last um, uh, Philly Pops event. Uh, and they were nice, huh? selling food and and, and bev from You've him. Yeah, it was great. You ever been out on that balcony? I've, I've not. Yeah,
4: I've seen it, but I haven't been out either. I walked past the Wells Fargo Center last night, and I there's that new balcony or relatively new balcony on the club level. They used to like the, the Cadillac Lounge, and now it's on the outside of that. Yeah. And I haven't been up there either. But I would love when it's scene. outside. It is. Yeah. yeah, and so it has nice views of of the city from outside the Wells Fargo Center. It wasn't open last night. The the event, uh, the concert was at the Link. But um, yeah, when they had these balcony bars, it's it's fantastic. It's so yeah. much fun to be outside. Like it is cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, hang on. Marissa?
6: I just want to add a few fun facts. Um, Nick, you're just talking about the grill. Uh, Stephen Starr is taking over that restaurant.
4: Yeah, mm. I, that's the Wells Fargo uh, yes. Renovations, right? Wells yeah. Fargo Center? Yeah.
6: And then Preston with the Jose Garces, he also runs uh, Volvere, which is the restaurant down on, like, the ground floor of the Kimmel Center there. Okay. And he's been doing these chef residencies. Um, the latest one coming up is a chef named... Dane DeMarco, um, they used to work at Sunny's and a whole bunch of places on South Street. Um, they opened up a, like, hot dog the, the, joint in, uh, Collingswood, I think, somewhere in New Jersey. And so they're bringing all of these, like, tater tots and, like, fancy hot dogs to Volver.
0: Okay. So, tater tots. Yeah, right? I like fancy hot dogs <laughs> yeah. and tater tots. <laughs> I'm a tot and hot dog fan. Yeah, I
6: like the name Volvere. Yeah. yeah. So our, our friend Lip-lip. like foxy lady <clears throat> chef was there and for Cynthia a whole bunch of uh uh chefs were there but um Dean is the final uh chef there. All right.
5: All right. That's awesome. your restaurant should be named. that person. <laughs> welcome welcome
0: to <laughs> Wait. Oh, we went to Viva last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The signature drink is the bububub, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then
5: there's the uh, other riff on that. Wait, I have that somewhere. <laughs> Somebody did... Uh, where the hell was it? No, I can't find it. Oh, man. No. What was it? <laughs> it was that. That's another one. That's yeah. another <laughs>
0: <laughs> or the <laughs> yeah All right. Uh, well anyhow that is all we're going to have time for this morning for the city beat and we do appreciate I need you to stop talking thank you Bill uh, we do appreciate you checking in we're going to take a break come back in a second uh, Bizarre Fell's on the way as well as an announcement about something that we have planned so we'll share that when we get back stay put
7: If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. HD.
11: It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD, too, the MMR archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good.
7: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's
1: Bizarre final
0: Brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. Take advantage of Pella's uh, summer sale today and you can get 40% off installation or 3 year interest free financing for a limited time. Visit PellaPhilly.com. Design for today and whatever comes next. All right, so I was doing research yesterday for the bizarre file, and I came across this story, and I had to do a double take. I'm reading the headline, and sure enough, this is the case in this particular story. The Missouri Court of Appeals has affirmed that an insurance company mispaid $5.2 million in a settlement granted to a woman who claimed she unwittingly caught a sexually transmitted disease from her former romantic partner in his car. Now, a three-judge panel found the judgment against Geico Insurance Company through earlier uh, arbitration proceedings was valid. The insurance company sought to undo the action, claiming that errors were made. Now, the woman, who was only identified as M.O., we'll call her Mo, uh, in court records, notified Geico in February of 2021 of her intention to seek monetary damages, alleging that she contracted HPV, the human papillomavirus, Uh, From an insured member in his automobile. She contended the man caused her to be infected with the STD despite being aware of his condition and the risks of unprotected sex. The insurance company declined the settlement, sending the case to arbitration. So, she's suing the insurance company because he had sex in his car. His car is insured by them. Wow. It's a stretch, but they've got to pay up now. I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. At that point, why not
5: sue the, the... So they were in a parking lot, is my understanding? I
0: don't know, I guess. Sue
5: the company, that uh, the, the parking lot, the, the business or whatever, because they're in some way responsible for it as well. I don't get this.
0: The arbitrator found that the man and woman had sex inside his vehicle that directly caused or directly contributed to cause the HPV, HPV infection... The man was found liable for not disclosing his infection status, and the woman was awarded $5.2 million, damage, uh, million in damages and injuries to be paid by GEICO. So what's covered under your... Yeah, what's your covered of under insurance. your of insurance? Yeah. So yeah.
5: we assume that it would have to be predicated on something that resulted...
0: As um, was purpose. a result. Well, uh, I got the I got the genital wart uh, package. You got genital warts. Yes. Does that in, include undercoating? Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, it's part it, of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You taint? Yeah. Uh,
2: this is probably this is one of those things that has never happened before, and so they don't know how to deal with it. And technically, if she files a claim, they got to pay her. Well, out. you
5: know what's going to happen? We're all going to end up paying for it because rates are going to go up as they, as people start to exploit <laughs> the system for stuff like this. Well,
3: they'll
2: fix it. They'll fix it now. Well, did right. they
0: only have sex in the car? I don't know. I don't really know. The insurance company filed motions uh, seeking a new hearing of the evidence and for the award to be tossed out, saying the judgment violated the company's rights to due process and the arbitration agreement was unenforceable. Yeah, but I don't
5: think they're going to stick with this.
0: They're saying she's got to pay up, or the, the insurance company has to pay $5.2 let's see, million. Let's see dollars. the get-go talk about this one. Uh, this is a pretty wild story of survival. Riker Webb, the three-year-old boy, was found safe in Montana after two days on his own, survived by seeking shelter in a shed. Three years old. It's amazing. Mm. Riker was reported missing Friday afternoon and found on Sunday roughly two miles from his home in the small town of Troy in northwestern Montana. According to Sheriff Darren Short, the redhead toddler was discovered by a family that was checking on their cabin. Uh, he's Short said they heard a little boy's voice from the shed out back where they kept uh, keep a generator, so they went to the shed and there he was. When Short arrived on the scene, he said that Riker was visibly shaken. He said he was very, very scared. Uh, noting that mountain lions and bears inhabit the area. There were also severe thunderstorms on the evening that Riker went missing. Temperatures dipped into the 40s. Uh, The shed where he took shelter was a very old log cabin-type structure. Short asked Riker several questions, and the little boy shared that he went for a long walk by himself, and then he got tired. Short recalled how Riker's eyes lit up at the mention of being reunited with his parents. He said he had a wide-eyed, scared look until he got back to his mom and dad. Riker was taken to a medical center for evaluation, but has since been discharged. Uh, the case is still open. Authorities want to know why Riker's parents waited at least two hours to report him missing. Yeah, yeah. He said, we're still looking into why he disappeared and why he wasn't being watched closely. What a resourceful kid, though. They
5: said by the yeah. time that he got to him, he was using twigs and deer spore to build a kinder care. Wow, yeah. good for
0: him terrifying video shows the moment of an orangutan grabbing a zoo visitor by the leg and apparently tries to drag him into its cage. And he was listening to Fleetwood Mac. The the powerful (laughs) ape, thought to be a female, locks both hands (laughs) and a foot around the victim and refuses to let go. (laughs) As another man tries to save him. If you don't get it, there's a video of an orangutan driving a golf cart, and this song is playing. I believe this song is playing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, song, yeah. Uh, so it's not clear where the footage was taken, but it went viral after being shared on Reddit. Uh, it shows a man standing near the ape's enclosure when it suddenly stretches an arm through the cage and grabs his T-shirt. He tries to pull away. As the orangutan yanks him towards the bars, it then grabs strong. hold of its wow. le- of yeah. his legs, <laughs> lifting him off the ground and twisting while holding the bars with its feet for a tighter grip. And
5: the hands are going
3: up towards the guy's junk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's crazy oh. because you know he grabs the shirt first, and yeah. then and then you know he's I guess maybe losing. Oh, it's a her, by the way. Yeah, uh, her grip of the shirt and quickly goes to the leg where <gasps> she can just really grab a on. Yep. So I saw this for the first time when Chris Long, uh, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, had posted it on his uh, podcast, and he <laughs> he contends that he could beat up an orangutan. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh, yeah. that really would, I, I'd love
5: to. We'll get Damon Fellman to
0: arrange <laughs> that, that right. fight. By the way, orangutans are se- around seven times stronger than humans. Uh, they are able to lift 500 pounds, three times their body weight, with long muscular arms adapted for swinging through the trees. Who said this? Chris Long. Chris Long's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, an idiot. Look,
2: they, they've got They've got four
0: hands, essentially. <laughs> All
4: right, and, well... like,
2: it looked like absolutely nothing. Like, like mm-hmm. she wasn't even struggling, just yeah. holding oh, yeah. on to the person's leg. Yep. Uh, we haven't uh,
4: chatted with Chris for a
0: while. I think it's time to get him back on the
2: show.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and their
0: bite is almost as powerful as a lion's, even though they mostly eat fruit and leaves. Oh, wow. Uh, but they are mostly solitary, and violence is rare. But in 2016, scientists saw a female and a hired gun male team up to corner and kill an older female in Moreno. Uh, but there are no recorded fatal attacks on humans, uh, so they've never had. Yeah, they any were cool with humans. Real issues. Yeah. An investigation is underway after a man got onto an Alberta school bus and slept in the back while the bus transported children to school. Uh, the bus driver had left the bus unattended outside hey, a... Don't
5: s- forget to do your homework. A
0: grocery store. <laughs> when a man got on the bus, searched around for valuables, and then went to sleep in the back one of the back seats.
5: Is anyone there for juice box?
0: Uh, the boost driver reportedly did not realize that the man was on the bus <gasps> and continued <laughs> to pick up children on the route.
5: Isn't the standard thing, isn't that now... Wouldn't that be the absolute must... Check the bus at the beginning of the day and check the bus at the end of the day.
0: Why well, th- the guy stopped at a grocery store? The bus driver did, and the guy and ran out. in and came back. So go. yeah, right. uh, so the police were called when the bus arrived at the school. But Mounties say that the man was not apprehended. All of the children arrived safely at school. Uh, Cunningham Transport says the driver has been suspended until further notice. All right, with that being the end of the bizarre file, we have an announcement to make. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you already know that the, I believe, for Preston and Steve, the 17th, by the way, event is coming up with the American Red Cross. The date is Friday, June 24th. There are two locations. We will be at Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia and the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. You can make an appointment at WMMR.com. Now, here is the added little bit. For the first time ever, we are going to be doing our show live at this event We will be broadcasting live at one of the locations. So you can find us, the Preston and Steve Show, at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. And we will be there for our entire program. All donors, by the way, get an I Believe for Preston and Steve reusable tote bag, uh, courtesy of Window Nation, and the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt. And while we are broadcasting live at the Oaks location... Brent Porsche, Jackie Bam, Bam, and Sarah Parker will all report live from the live casino location. We all over the place, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna be spreading out a bit. And normally we would uh, we would do this on a Saturday. We're doing it on a Friday, and we would come out and spend. Uh, the majority of the day, yeah. hanging out and meeting people. This time, we're actually going to be doing it on a weekday, on a Friday, so we will be reporting live, doing our show from the event. We're able to do our
5: show. If you have weekend plans and you're leaving the area, you could still hit us, yeah. g- ma- g- give your donation, and then head out for the weekend. That's, we hope
0: we hope this works in our favor. Yeah, in fact, if you're, let's say you're shorebound or something like yeah. that, you can go to, like, the live casino, and then, boom, jump right yep. on the Walt Whitman and head out and, and be on your way after you make your donation. I'd Sit down for a little while yeah. first. A little bit, yeah. Before you do that. Yeah. And they'll give you some cookies and juice and so on. Cookies. Uh, but nonetheless, please sign up, make an appointment. Please do this with us. Uh, we want to make it the biggest one ever. Uh, you can go to WMMR.com and not only make a, an appointment, uh, but you can find out about the eligibility guidelines as well. And that'll let you know whether you have traveled somewhere or had a specific medication or something like that that might disqualify you from uh, donating blood. And we would appreciate it if you would kind of. Uh, jump ahead and find out that information first but let's do this man let's do this we will be there june 24th broadcasting live greater philadelphia expo center and uh brent and jackie and sarah will be at the live casino so we're excited to announce that and happy to get you on board and can't wait to see you there we're gonna take a break don't forget we have danny uh tamrielli Uh, who's going to be joining us. He was on The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete! And uh, they're doing a uh, a live podcast coming up, right, Casey? You never got me that information. I did not get you that information, but yes,
3: very, very soon.
0: When we get back, and also uh, Joe, Mr. D. Dombrowski, who's going to be at Punchline, will be joining us as well. Be back in a moment.
11: Amp up your summer with MMR. And your chance at a little road trip across our fine commonwealth. Metallica. MMR VIPs hit the contest page at WMMR.com and convince us to hand you two tickets to Metallica at DNC Park in Pittsburgh, August 14. Passes for an exclusive blackened whiskey. Get whiskey tasting. What? <laughs> This is for an exclusive pre-show black and whiskey tasting at the venue. Hosted by master distiller Rob Dietrich. Plus a hotel room for the night and a $200 gas card. While you do that, we'll throw in some extra Metallica for inspiration, including tracks every hour this weekend. Get details at WMMR.com. And Metallica tickets via Ticketmaster. From 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
0: Uh, if you just tuned in, we made an announcement a few minutes ago. If you sign up for the, uh, I believe, your presidency blood drive on the twenty fourth, uh, just keep in mind that we, for the first time ever, are going to be doing our show live from the event. That's right, and we'll be at the Oaks location uh, at the Convention Center, and um, we're also we're going to be two locations this year. There in Live Casino. Uh, and so we will be broadcasting during our program uh, if, if you come out to Oaks and be a part of that. And then uh, Jackson and Brent and Sarah are going to be at the other location so so, uh, you know, in on the radio. Uh, hang
5: on for a bit and then I, I might um, head over to the other location as well just to say hi. But, I, I mean, again, if you were planning anything for the weekend and it's something we ran in, you know, we had a an issue over the many years we've done this because it's on a Saturday normally. A lot of people head out to the shore.
0: They have other plans. This hopefully will make it easier for you. Yep, absolutely. So we're excited about that. All the information, um, We, I think we're going to play a game. I think we're, we have some prizes. We need to move them. We, need, we haven't done a contest in a little while. Right. Um, and I love this one. And thank you guys for allowing me to play it. We're going to do this. <laughs> So we need callers on the line, 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> That's the full explanation of the game, right? That's the it. Yep, That's yeah. it. Nobody would play the rock uh-huh. trivia game that I had in my house. It sat there for years. And I it was, you know... Uh, I, they knew I would dominate. They knew I would kill them. My my family, no, they don't care about rock trivia. So. <laughs> they just I don't had care. It and I never got to play and it sat there. So we brought it in and um, uh, essentially Steve asked me a question. I give an answer. You have to agree or disagree. Now, I, I may fudge the answer. You never know. It's quite possible. Some of these, I think, are... Um General and easy.
5: Some of these, I think, are a little bit more difficult. But I will try to answer if I you know, if, if I can. For the most part, if your family demurred from playing the game because they thought you'd you'd kill them on it, they're probably
0: right because a good portion of these are pretty easy. Yeah, I think. All right, two one five two six three. WMMR is a number. I was, I I wanted to request and and I will sometime to do just like a hair metal version. Oh, oh yeah. we can do that because I uh, yeah. I was listening to. um... Uh, the Final Countdown from uh, Europe. Europe the other day. And I realized I started rattling off all the names of the band members. <laughs> I didn't know them all, but but uh, uh, Joey Tempest and Key Marcello came to mind. And I'm like, how do I still remember those guys' names? And I started thinking some of the other bands. I'm like yeah, Doc, and I know all those guys, and I remember White Lion, and I'm like, oh my God, Uh I knew who all these people were, and I still remember a lot of that. They're in a Geico commercial, aren't they? Yeah. uh, White Lion? Or Europe is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's when the the microwave is on, (laughs) and it's counting down from 10 seconds. It's the final countdown. (laughs) It was so great, so. All right, anyhow, we're going to play. This is a great theme to use for this. All right, yeah. All right, so we're going to play Preston LA's Rock Trivia game, then no one will play with him, and let's go to the phones. We only have nine uh, to Today nine questions and that is it nine times so let's nine times nine times let's go to Dan first to play hey Dan good morning good morning you guys rock thank (gasps) you Dan appreciate that okay so we're playing the rock trivia game Steve is going to ask a question I will answer you just have to agree or disagree. And uh, we'll see if we have a prize for you in case you'll have the proper yes. effects and ready to go. Because yep. I don't know where uh, they are. I can it right like, there. There are no words on it. There's, no, there's no, no words on it. I can't it. read it. Uh, so, Steve, let's have
5: it. All right, Dan, get ready. Here's the question I'm posing to Preston. Preston, what band's four remaining members recorded Runaway as their tribute to dell shannon wow uh what four members what band's four remaining members recorded runaway classic song as their tribute
0: to dell shannon wow that's a really good question um four remaining members
5: i think that it's weird that they use the word remaining so if that's catching you up.
0: okay um to dell shannon's runaway I remember, you know, uh, Bonnie Raitt did a cover of that song that was really good. And I remember Billy Joel did a tribute with that song as well. Uh, But I'm going to say... I'm going to say, no, wouldn't be The Grateful Dead. There's too many members in that band. Let's go with The Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. Dan uh, Preston
5: says it was The Rolling Stones. Do you agree or disagree?
0: Disagree. You're right.
4: Hey, it was the traveling Wilburys. Oh, like really? Wow. Yeah.
0: I guess maybe, who was the first Willberry to die? I guess uh, Roy Orbison. Right. Because I think there were five of them. Because there was oh, Roy that's right. Orbison, George Harrison, Chris, Jeff Lynne. Uh, Jeff Lynne and... Uh, um, and Tom Petty and uh, Bob Dylan. Right. So there were it's fine. It. So there you go. All right. Must mm-hmm. have been after Roy died. All right, uh, Dan wins. Hang on the line, Dan. Here's what we got for you, Dan.
3: You got a case of New Belgium Voodoo Ranger IPA. Voodoo Ranger IPA is bursting with tropical aromas and juicy fruit flavors. It's perfectly bitter golden IPA with a, fr- a refreshing finish. A lot. <laughs> Law. Law. No. Law. Yeah. Live. Live. <laughs> I said live, uh, but it's
0: live rangerously. Yeah. Yeah. Where's yeah, our yeah? Three. I don't even know where that yeah. is. Thank you. <laughs> live rangerously. <laughs> All right. So I'm 0 for 1, but we're 1 for 1 on the prizes. That's right. So that's a good you thing. You can win if even if Preston gets it wrong. Hey, there's a guy named Jimbo on the line. Jimbo. Yo, Jimbo. Santa's got to go. Yeah, he does. does. All right, uh, Jimbo. Uh, Santa's got to (laughs) go. All right, here's... We're playing... uh, (laughs) Let's do this.
5: All right, uh, Jimbo, get ready. This is the question for Preston Preston. What band teamed up with Jimmy
0: Page for 2002's Live at the Greek album? What band teamed up with Jimmy Page... For 2002's Live at the Greek album? Yes. <laughs> it was recorded in 2002. Is that the year that that happened? Oh, okay. Uh, I, um... They were live. Oh. <laughs> and... I know this. I do know this. I know you
5: know this. And you will probably... Uh, think it. do the alphabet. No, that's not going to help me
0: at all. Jimmy Page, two thousand two, live at the Greek. It was man, I know this, I can see it in my head. You too, you too.
5: All right, oh, Jimbo. D- do you agree or disagree? He, he said Black
9: Rose. I disagree, Black Rose. You are right, Jimbo.
0: Oh, I yeah. had no idea.
9: Jimbo got it right. He did. And right.
0: He did.
3: Wow. What do we have for Jimbo? All right, Jimbo, we got a case of new Belgium Voodoo Ranger IPA. Voodoo Ranger IPA is bursting with tropical <laughs> aromas and juicy wow. fruit flavors. It is a perfectly bitter golden IPA with a refreshing finish. Live
0: rangerously. I just thought of this. I thought it, the way we could, it might be a logistical nightmare to double up on prizes, but if, they, if I get it wrong... They disagree with me and give the correct answer. All right. There should be some kind of bonus for that. All we're not right. going to start that We will now. take back the Tony Danza but tickets. Back, we will take back your Tony Danza <laughs> tickets as a prize. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man, I'm 0 for 2, but we're 2 for 2 on winners. Uh, well, I, uh, so I tried to get... I didn't want to just... There are a couple of, I think, softballs in here, but I went for no, one. No, it might me, be challenge me. I, yeah. I, But I did not know that. We have James next. Hey, James, Good morning. Say hey, good morning, you guys rock. Thank you, uh, James. All right, we're ready to play the uh, rock trivia game here. Hey, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> rock trivia game. Yeah. All right, yeah.
5: James. <laughs> James, here we go. Preston, what band scored a breakthrough with their 1988 album, Operation Mind Crime? <laughs> that would be Queens Rik. Preston says. Queen's right, James. Do you agree or disagree?
9: I would totally agree with that. You're
8: that
0: was an easy one. Yeah. Hang on a second, James. Here's what we got for you, buddy.
3: James, you got a pair of tickets to see the Phillies, your red hot Phillies and the diamondbacks on Saturday. It's this Saturday, four oh five plus. You get field passes for the post-game concert with the Avit Brothers. You can get tickets at phillies.com.
0: All right. Somebody all right. texted and says, I don't know why your family doesn't want to play this game with you. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, man. That's not cool. That's b- People Bill- are being so nice today. Bill should not be <laughs> there's, uh, there's something in the air today. There is something in the air. I've yeah. noticed a lot of... Uh, a, little, a little snark. Just a little, yeah. yeah. That's a good word for it. Yeah. Snark. Yeah. So, let's all take a deep breath collectively. Yeah. yeah. Say yeah together. Yeah. yeah, and snort my balls. How about that? <laughs> yeah. okay. feel a little
8: better. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. By the way, I just got. I'm looking down at
5: my. my the phone's right here. It's, it's from Greg Monahan. Just sent a website. Orangutan casually fondles some balls There's a YouTube video. Okay. He yeah. All right. That's we'll to, that's, we'll that's, that's that where we work. Explore yeah.
0: that later on. All right. Uh, we're going to Todd next for the rock trivia game. Uh, Todd, are you there, sir?
8: Yes, I'm here, uh, Good morning.
0: Good morning to all you. Right, Todd. All I'm right. gonna ask Preston Let's a question all the way on. Okay, we right. just watched the orangutan <laughs> casually fondling <laughs> balls video. It's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's worth a look. Is it worth doing? It's short. It's worth a look. Uh-huh. It's only six seconds long. It's, also
4: anytime an orangutan is wearing shorts, you know, like yeah. just put put a monkey in shorts and it's a, it's, it's the a better best. monkey. Yeah. All animals should wear clothes. I agree. Uh, all, right. all right, Todd. Here we go, Bud.
5: Here's your question, Preston. I think that this is one you can handle. What band's 1997 tour had each show beginning with the band members emerging from a huge lemon? Mm. I said it earlier. It was you too? All right, Todd. Do you agree or disagree?
0: Uh, I agree. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I believe that was the Pop tour. I saw that tour. I did too. It was at. Uh, it was at. What stadium was it at? It was uh, down by Penn. Franklin Field. W- was it Franklin Field? Yeah. And uh, that was a great show.
4: Yeah, I think the, the, the next one where they had all the TVs, I think that was at the Vet. That but was that, Zoo,
0: Zoo TV, right? I get those two confused. Zoo right. TV was before Pop Mart. Okay.
4: Zoo TV was at the Vet. Okay. Pop Mart was at the Franklin Field. Yeah, oh. that was a great show. All right, and uh,
3: for Todd. He got a pair of tickets to see the Phil's Diamondbacks on Saturday at 4 or 5. Plus, he gets field passes for the post-game concert with the Avid Brothers. And you can get tickets at phillies.com.
0: Excellent. Yeah! Uh, yeah. Oh, we, we got a live, a live one. one. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We have... Yeah! All right. Let's go to Ryan. Uh, hey there, Ryan. Hey, Jimmy Eat World, The Middle. Jimmy <laughs> World, The Middle. We haven't, uh, we haven't done it yet. a song. Uh, we were playing um, Luke Fair. It is a couple weeks ago. Oh!
9: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love I it. by
8: accident. All, All
0: right, right. <laughs> Ryan. Here we go, bud. All right. Here's a question for you, Preston,
5: and Ryan will have to agree or disagree. Brian May... The lead guitarist of the rock band Queen earned a Ph.D. in which subject in
0: 2007? Mm. Brian May, a learned man. Yes, he is a learned man. Astrophysics.
5: He says astrophysics, Ryan. I'm
9: going to have to disagree.
5: Okay. Uh, Now, the answer I have is Astronomy. So uh, mm. I don't
3: know if that is
5: well, a is there's physics
3: in astronomy
5: tangential so. to well, the
0: Nick. Nick we'll look it up and we'll, we'll we'll get an official answer here on Wikipedia and because uh, I'd like Ryan to get a prize if he yes. can. Uh, so if I'm wrong, I'm wrong and that's all there is to it. So what year was it, Steve? 2007. Oh, man. he may have already uh, had a degree in uh, in applied physics
4: lab. Science.
0: Science team like collaborator. It, maybe I could... <laughs> Ryan, what are you saying? Ryan Ryan thinks you should get it. Are you pleading your case here, Ryan? Well, <laughs> no, I...
9: not
3: necessarily. <laughs> I've learned firsthand, Ryan, that that does not work. As a matter of fact, it I... shows the opposite All of the right, way six,
5: you since I'm seeing go. I'm going to give it to him.
0: Ryan, can, wow. we can yeah. split the difference. You can say I'm kind of right. Yeah. And, uh, and Ryan's kind of right. And we're, so we'll default to the, uh, to the contestant. All right. Just give
3: him one ticket to the Phillies yeah, <laughs> prize. <laughs> you have the prize. Now you got a pair of tickets.
0: Oh. And this is our. Oh, uh, what? Yep. Huh? Uh, it says Brian May, astrophysicist. Yeah. So uh,
3: it's close enough.
0: All right. Anyway. That's uh,
3: fine. Then he does not win. No, no, no. We'll give yeah, it he to him. We'll yeah. give it to him. But it's our last pair of Phillies tickets. Okay. You get it. Last pair of Phillies tickets to see the Phil's and Diamondbacks on Saturday at 4 05. You also get the uh, field passes to see the Avic Brothers concert after the game. You can get tickets at Phillies.com. All
0: right. We will go next to, let's see here. It's Ashley that we're going hey. to. Hi, Ashley. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? All right, Ashley. We are uh, playing Preston Ellis Rock trivia game. and I no think, one would play with you. Yeah, and I think we got just a couple more to do. here.
8: All right. Yeah!
5: Here's your question, Preston. Phil, oh, wait said, Okay, the one before that. Let's go with that one. Okay. Who is the original lead
0: singer of the rock band Rainbow? Original singer of rock band Rainbow. Trying to think of the order of those guys. Ronnie James Dio. Preston says Ronnie
5: James Dio. Ashley, do you agree or disagree?
6: Agree.
8: You're right! There you
3: go. Which is good because I forgot yeah. the other guy's name. Uh, so here's what we have for you, Ashley. Ashley, we're going to hang out on Wednesday. You want a pair of passes to our next Preston and Steve sorority party Ooh. Wednesday, June 15th. It's going to be from 6 to 8 in the Liberty Bell Beer Garden at Parks Casino in Ben Salem, And it is a square dance party. And it's going to be called by the members of the Federation of Delaware Valley Square and (laughs) Round Dancers.
0: That's how Dio got started with the square dance. Oh, he was was in the Federation? Yeah, yeah, the Federation. Wow. Okay. All right. How many more do we have, Steve? We have one, two, three. Ooh, okay. Uh, That sounded like Rizzo. Yeah. One, two, three. All right. So we will try three more. One, two, three. Uh, Three more. And then we'll go to Grant. Hi, Grant. Good morning. Good morning, Ged Zooks. Ged Zooks to you, Grant. All right, I'll let's, take you out back and play a rock trivia game with Jason. Let's try this out. You ready to go? Yeah, happy pre-Friday.
5: Oh, yes, yes. You, man. Yep. All right, here's, here's a <laughs> question for you, Preston. Phil Lynott was the bass guitar player for which band? And I know this. That's why I can't think of it.
0: <laughs> 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 Phil Lynott was I, the bass Guitar player for which band? Within know, the alphabet. I know that name. No, don't do the goddamn <laughs> alphabet. Then thing. do it numbers. Work, it will not work for me. 118. <laughs> oh, this is so easy. I disagree. Easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably a good, uh, yeah. good, uh, no, wait, hang on. Um, Phil Lynott, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bass guitar player for which
5: band? Judas Priest. He says, Judas Priest, Grant, do you agree or disagree?
0: Disagree. You're right! Oh, my God. Grant, do you know the answer? I do not. He's Thin Lizzy, thin dude. Lizzy. He's a freaking oh. lead singer of the <laughs> oh, band. Preston. Oh. He's a legend. Oh. He's an Irish legend, oh. man, in the world of rock music. That's horrible. You can take my rock card away. Oh, no. <laughs> it's gone. All right, Grant. Hang on. Here's what we got for you. You got a case of New
3: Belgium Voodoo Ranger IPA. Voodoo Ranger IPA is bursting with tropical aromas and juicy fruit flavors. It is a perfectly bitter golden IPA with a refreshing finish. Live rangerously. I'm embarrassed. I am well, listen, thoroughly embarrassed.
5: Sometimes you think of you would think of a more if the question was who was the lead singer. You right. would go do that, but you forgot what he played.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. All right. But anyway, all right. We got we got a couple more, and it's for the it's for the listeners. It's for the children. It's it's for the kids. So let's, let's go to, to the people and the children who love the Thin Lizzy. Let's go to John. let <laughs> me go to John. Yeah. yeah. What's that, John? Gad Gad-Zuk. Zeus. Gad-Zuk. to you, buddy. All right. We're having a good run here. Everybody's winning so far. The winning so is just beginning. Big. All right, John, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, here we All go. All right, John,
5: here's a question for Preston. What unique thing did Axl Rose once get paid to do as a day job? It's pretty bizarre. What wow. unique thing did Axl Rose once get paid to do, this was his
0: job, during the day? <laughs> Couldn't ask me like what his real name is or something like that. <laughs> William Bailey. Um, it was a bizarre day job. Ah, okay. I remember. He was an orangutan trainer <laughs> for the San Diego Zoo. Okay. Uh, John Preston says he
5: was an orangutan trainer for the San Diego Zoo. Agree or disagree?
12: Orangutan trainer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
9: Uh, I disagree.
0: Thank okay. you. You're
9: right. up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so was he? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to reach through the radio yeah. and slap you if you got that one wrong. Was he
3: <laughs> an exterminator? You
0: no, know, he was. He was paid, and I checked this out. He was paid to smoke cigarettes. Oh. Yes. Oh. I've never heard cool. of that. Must have been in some kind of clinical trial It had to now. be, yeah. Okay. I yeah.
5: hate right. to smoke cigarettes. Here's
0: what we got for you, John. Hang on. We
3: got our final case of a new Belgium Voodoo Ranger IPA. Voodoo Ranger IPA is bursting with tropical aromas and juicy fruit flavors. It is perfectly bitter golden IPA with a refreshing finish.
0: Live rangerously. All right, uh, it says before you join, uh, before you join Guns and Roses, join Guns and Roses. <laughs> Going Juns and Roses. Like, uh, I'm so actually, honored to join you guys. Was so broke that he joined a UCLA medical study where he was paid $8 an hour to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> wow. Isn't that bizarre? That's weird. Yeah. I've never heard of that. All right. And then finally, is this the last one? Last one. All right. We're going to go to Brian. Hey, Brian. I have three testicles. Wow. <laughs> well With gusto. Well done. All right. This is our last one. Let's do I have this.
9: three testicles.
0: All right.
5: Preston, here's your question. Where did Leonard Skinnerd
0: get their name? Where did Leonard Skinnerd get their name? I believe they had a gym teacher named Leonard Skinnerd in high school or his junior high, one or the other, and they uh, they decided as kind of a joke to name the band after him.
5: So, uh, Brian Preston says it was one
3: of their teachers.
0: That is one thousand
3: percent correct. You're I both agree.
8: correct. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and here's what we got for you, Brian. Brian, you wanted it, you get it. It's a pair of tickets to see Tony Danza Standards <laughs> and Stories this Saturday, June 11th, at Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Showtime is at 8 p.m. Tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. You have to be at least 21 years of age or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You buy the whole seat, but
8: you're only gonna need the
0: edge. Uh, so here's here is uh, from Wikipedia. Says uh, uh, still known as the one percent in 1969, Van Sant sought a new name after growing tired of taunts from audience that the band had one percent talent. <laughs> oh, at uh, someone's suggestion, the group settled on Leonard Skinner, which was uh, a part in part a reference to a character named Leonard Skinner. In Alan Sherman's novelty song "Hello Mutta Hello Fada," and part mocking tribute to PE teacher Leonard Skinner at Robert E. Lee High School. There you go. So that's where they got it from. So nice. All right. So thank you for letting me play the Rock Trivia game. Yeah. I'm a little embarrassed by my uh, performance uh, this morning, hey, but. Time for <laughs> <laughs> um, but listen, sometimes when you're on the spot, it's hard. Phil it. that one I should, I'm ashamed of. That, that, uh, that, that stings a couple out, of huh? the other ones. I was like, No, I'm, I flat out didn't know that, right? But, but uh, Phil it. Phil I should definitely know. But I like that the uh, orangutan trainer was considered. Yeah, at least, you know, yeah, yeah, he thought about it for a second and uh, and maybe had a, an idea that that Axel may have done that at some point. Why but not? You never know. All right, with that, we're going to take a quick break, come back in a moment. Don't forget, Downingtown West High School, you're voting for Cool Teacher Last School for this year. And we're also, we're going to talk to Danny Tamborelli. Yeah. When we get back. Yeah. Nick, if you ever saw uh, The Adventures of Pete and Pete on Nickelodeon, yeah. he was Little Pete. And we'll talk to him in a little bit. And also we got comedian Dr. Uh, Joe, Mr. D. Dombrowski, who's going to be joining us. Stay there. We'll be back in a moment. 93.3 WMMR.
11: Everything that rocks. Proudly supports the American Cancer Society bike a thon Bridge to the Beach, celebrating 50 years of riding for a world without cancer.
1: Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR this Sunday for a family-friendly ride to save lives. We'll start by crossing the Ben Franklin Bridge. Whether you ride to honor a loved one or in memory of someone you've lost, you ride for them and with them
3: each and every mile. All Team WMMR riders get the official Team WMMR t-shirt. Courtesy of Wilson's Secret Sauce in Upper Darby.
11: The ACS Bikeathon. another way 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly
0: first. So we were a Nickelodeon household, mm-hmm. uh, my kids growing up. and uh, But fortunately, of their age, uh, didn't fall into the time slot, uh, time frame, I should say, that our next guest was a part of. But plenty of people listening, definitely, uh, because the Adventures of Pete and Pete, yes. a big show for Nickelodeon. I heard of it. Uh, and we've got Little Pete. On Little the Pete! Us. Yes, and in fact, he's uh, now he's got some appearances coming up. We're going to talk about him. Please welcome uh, Danny Tamborelli hey. to the program this morning. Hey, hey. Danny.
10: How you oh, doing, thank man? Thank you so much. How
0: nice. are you doing? We're doing wonderful, man. It's almost Friday, so that's a beautiful thing.
10: Yeah, that's right. It's the, the day after hump day. I <laughs> understand why the purple dildo is on the side. Damn the right. Side. <laughs> it's a celebration. It all makes, it's all making sense. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, where where are you uh, right now, Danny? What part of the uh, country are you in?
10: I'm in I'm in Brooklyn, New York. That's where I live, but I I live across the street from a Philadelphia uh, church, so I feel like I'm close to Philly. And I married like someone from Montco, so you were born I'm, in you, born and raised in Jersey, born and raised in Northern New Jersey. Yeah, we call it Taylor Ham. I'm sorry. Oh, you don't call it pork roll, huh? No, I do now. I do now okay. because, like I said, I, ma- I married someone from Montgomery County, and uh, my father-in-law calls it pork roll, so now my son calls it pork roll. So now I'm out. Oh, it can get pretty vicious, so you got to make sure that you, you, you got to appease
0: everyone. So. <laughs> yeah. Like the saucer gravy. Saucer gravy. Argument. It's another yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> so I
10: actually... Um, yeah, well, you can tell by my last name, it's in a vowel, so I have that fight as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know yeah.
3: I came to the realization not that long ago, probably within the last year, that pork roll, uh, a.k.a. Taylor Ham... Uh, Is the best breakfast meat out there. It is uh, superior to all other breakfast meats. And
5: leaps
10: and bounds. Leaps and, leaps and bounds. bounds. Yeah. And no contest. Yeah.
5: And I don't know where I fall on that. Yeah. I'll have to get back to you on that. But you I know, bacon,
10: you- bacon's a close second, but you, there's also weird regional stuff. Like Ohio has this stuff called Goetta, and it's like seal cut oats and meat product. And What? Uh- I, 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 yeah. Yeah. There's regional breakfast meat's out there guys. You no, got you to just do some looking.
5: You're right. Yeah, I haven't heard of the uh the, the steel cut oats and uh, meat uh, combo. And you're saying that's Go good?
10: Yeah, G O E T T A. Well, Scrapple I ask if would I definitely about be breakfast meats. I'm going to tell you about breakfast meats. <laughs> Scra-
0: Scrapple would definitely be a regional breakfast. Yeah, Scrapple meat, is too. absolutely yes, yeah. indigenous absolutely. to this area for sure. So we oh. could hey, we could go on and on. There's a... all of the podcast. Is this a bre-
10: <laughs> this, it's a morning show. We talk about <laughs> breakfast in the morning. Yeah. Right. By the way, so speaking
0: of podcasts, as Steve said, uh, you uh, you do a podcast. You guys are going to be having this
10: uh, at Neshaminy Creek Brewery on Friday tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Tomorrow, this, the kickoff for their 10th anniversary party. Uh, as, as, again, like someone who's been going back and forth to PA for a long time, I found this brewery in the Chamonix Creek, and I loved it. And when we started doing these live shows, uh, I reached out to them, and we've done a few there, and they've all been excellent and super fun, and we're excited to come back. And, and I haven't been there in a while. The last time I was there was, I, 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 I can't even remember. It's been too long
0: nice well listen when uh with the adventures of, of Pete and Pete, how old were you uh when you started there danny uh
10: that was nineteen eighty nine to ninety five so I was seven to uh thirteen years old oh my God, and that was a, that was like, yeah. Nickelodeon
5: just dominated for a lot we're friends with uh, mark summers uh you know and 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 the, the, oh, the yeah mm-hmm. the, yeah, the massive amount of shows that came out it sort of sort of changed uh the complexion of of uh the, that that channel and other channels that realized there was a whole audience there that was looking for something that parents could sit and watch as well uh with what the
10: kids were watching you know that that's that 's exactly it, and that that time frame of Nickelodeon that I was fortunate enough to be a part of was really something special and it was trailblazing and they were you know and i don't I, I call disney the rat that's okay it's just me even though i was in the mighty ducks yeah. i was in the mighty Ducks, so i can go on both sides but i'm i'm the nickelodeon guy and they were the anti disney at that moment they right. they weren't commodifying uh, programs and you know yeah. uh, lunch boxes and all these things they were just like these were kids being you know weird kids and they were they were trying to they were really trying to pull like the kid in the back of the classroom was picking his nose and his shoe was off.
0: Huh. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> at, 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 that age,
10: at that age, which was me, I got that, that hit me for real.
0: <laughs> at, at that age, you know, seven to 13, you know, even though you're working, was it still to you as a kid, like you were, you were kind of playing? I mean, this was just having fun.
10: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't really think I knew what acting was. I was just, you know, uh, playing myself in different ways. So the, you know, from the, I was seven when we started. So by the, You know, the end of the first couple little – they started these little 30-second vignettes, which we show at our our live show. Basically, we we make fun of each other for about an hour about our prepubescent days because we have them all on film. And they look really nice because they're on film. It's, you know, it's beautiful. But it is still us, you know, with uh, uh, our voices cracking and (laughs) hidden dimples and all these things that everybody else didn't really get to have uh, – thrown out there for the world to see so it's kind of fun for us to just poke fun Danny but, I mean yeah I was just being a, I was just being myself I don't know where little Pete started and and Danny ended except I i not, wasn't as uh, as much of a tough guy oh in, okay in, All in right. real life in real life in real life I got into two fights I'm, I'm one in one and one involved somebody hitting me with uh at a lacrosse game with his gloves on and that wasn't fair <laughs> okay
4: Danny, I, I hate to bring up the rat again, but uh, I wanted to ask if you've seen if you've seen the uh, the Disney's uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, the live action that that just came out earlier this year. Yes. The reason I bring it up is it's such a lo- loving tribute to that time. Shows like Pete and Pete, shows like uh, Duck, uh, you know uh, Ducktales and and uh, Rescue Rangers, obviously, and and so there's this whole. Um, nostalgia movement that I, it, it really brought me back to my childhood and so it, seeing things like this I think it's healthy I mean it, like it's a great way to reminisce you can also live in the present but it's a really cool way to look back on all that kind of uh, stuff that happened in the late 80s and early 90s
10: yeah and it, what's really funny is that we've been doing so we have a live show also called Nostalgia Personified where we do you know pretty much the same thing but I have people from all that the show I was also on on Nickelodeon we're going to do a Mighty Ducks one and it's sort of the same idea where we just, are we take our past and we just kind of make fun of each other for an hour or two and like create something new. I've been doing cons for a few years and they always ask us to do like a, a Q&A and we ask the same sort of question, get the same questions and answers. And I wanted to do something that would be like, hey, there's like an hour of new, you know, not new material, but something that's, that's fresh. But it still gives you this nostalgic feeling because we're showing these old clips. We'll show a couple old uh, local commercials on Friday, and tomorrow, at the show that are local to Philly. That'll bring even people who maybe <laughs> didn't watch Pete and Pete in. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but they're good. Uh, you
5: did, you did a, uh, uh, you did a Huggies commercial, right? When you were, was that one of your first
10: gigs? Well, yeah, I did one thing. When I was a when I was a baby, and uh, I guess it didn't go very well. My mom walked me off this the set, and I didn't do, and I didn't do anything else again until I was six. Well, you did. But, now uh, you're on Ryan's Hope. You're
5: on a soap opera, right? <laughs>
10: <laughs> okay, we've just lost even the Generation Xers. They're gone now too. No, uh, no, no. We're we're only in boomers, and the boomers know <laughs> Ryan's Hope.
5: Uh, well, I'll tell you this, uh, man. I always wondered because I you know after school I'd come home, and I they, I remember there was and Preston. You did the same thing. You, there was you'd watch these soap operas because they had these attractive women on it. Oh, yeah. And so I remember, Mm -hmm, you know... But I'd always look at the kids on the soap operas and wonder... Because you know that it's like a real grind for the adult actors... Was
10: it really tough? What Were you like four or five when you were doing this? I was, I was six. I was six. That was like my first big role that I did. And that was a recurring character. His name was Sean Novak. And he was like the son of like one of the main characters who I guess worked in the, was maybe an IRA agent and got blown up. But he also came back to life. So I was, like, gone for a while, and then I got to come back for, like, oh the God. last four episodes, because I guess they were ending the show after 30-something years, and they had to tie up every single loose end to make the the, uh, the audience happy, and I guess they brought him back. So I got to come back. I fed... I used to... Because I was six years old, I remembered everything. So during rehearsals, I would just know everybody's lines, and a couple times, I helped out actual actors who... So- Actors and actresses were very nice about it and thought it was very cute. I did it once a few years later to George C. Scott when I was doing something at an off-Broadway show uh, called On Borrowed Time. It was him and Nathan Lane, and I was the kid. And a week before previews, I got fired because I fed... I fed George C. Scott his line. Like he forgot his line and I whispered it to him and he was holding me in his arms and he squeezed me and then let me go and I fell on the stage. Wow. He yelled at me and he said, He said, You never tell an actor his line. Oh my God. I, what wow. a bastard. God. By the way, I was eight years old, <gasps> so, I mean, I was just trying to help the guy out, but guess what? He's dead now, and I'm alive. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I, I guess, I guess point one for Danny. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. You, you, you do, and, you, and you know what? And, that's, and, and I think sometimes, like, those moments, and my, my mom and dad being around made them a little more aware and put me in a better position to come out as a normal kid who went to college and mm-hmm. still... No, that's does, awesome. You know, makes TV stuff and does does uh, you know video games. Staying in the industry, I got a band. We play a lot. You got to meet um, Iggy,
5: the, Iggy Pop on on was it what show sure was it was it oh, Iggy, well it, Iggy
10: Pop Iggy Pop was on the Adventures of Pete and Pete. He was my best friend's dad, <laughs> uh, Fred Mecklenburg. I think this is name Frank I, Mecklenburg. I, Excuse I me, gosh, it, I can't. If I if I get these Pete and Pete character names wrong, I'm going to hear it from the fans
0: yeah it's James Mecklenburg (laughs) James Mecklenburg thank you you. uh now uh, now with that so yeah he blew my
10: he blew an amp my first my first amp that I got I started playing bass on the set the uh prop master from B&P gave me my first bass because my public school in North Jersey wouldn't let me play bass because I wanted to play bass and they said you could only play guitar or violin that has four strings. And the violin is bad. Don't, don't play it if you don't want to, because it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so Iggy Pop blew your first uh, amp out? Yeah, we, we, had, we had a lunch break, and he saw that I was learning how to play, and I was a big fan via my father, who made me listen to the Stooges like a, a couple days before Iggy Pop came on set. And I was like, I love this, and I love the song Funhouse. And so he taught me how to play Funhouse, and he brought his guitar, and Mike, the other Pete, he had, had, played guitar and we had a little jam session and we blew my amplifier, which I he signed the back of and it is oh. still in my parents' garage. Oh, that's what, what a awesome. memory, man! That is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got to I got my first punk rock notch on my belt when I was <laughs> you know 11 years old from Mickey Pop. <laughs> I'll oh, take
0: man. it. <laughs> that's the best. Yeah. Wow. So you and yeah, that's very very cool. There
10: were was, was so many for people who don't know the show. It's hard. Hard to find. You can find it mostly on YouTube. <laughs> it's like it, Nickelodeon's never going to re-air it I, because of the music licensing issues and uh, other stuff. But yep. but that was what was so cool about it. People heard about all sorts of bands via the show, and like Gordon Gano from Violent Femmes, and LL Cool J was on the show, and and Michael Stipe, uh, David Johansson, Michael Stipe, like wow. the, all these cool. We had a great uh, director, Catherine Diekman, who did the uh shiny happy people and stand videos and music videos and wow. she gave she gave the, the the show the street credit needed to get all those really cool people. That's great. Yeah
3: you know listen you've been hustling for a while and you know I give you so much credit. Like you just celebrated a fortieth birthday, which yeah, let, let me let me ask you because you know you spent your childhood on, on camera and on the screen. Like it's almost like people don't let you grow up it's almost like you're not allowed to be 40 years old does does
10: that make any sense to you oh it it makes a lot of sense to me when people are like what you're 40 god that you're oh you make me feel old." i know but you're supposed to say that to like your parents or your aunts or (laughs) uncles who are like oh that you you know like we were probably the same age or like oh man sometimes they're like oh you you look you got really big, or you—you you look old. It's like, yeah, we're all growing up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it happens. Can I can I see can I see your seventh grade photo? Yeah. Because I'd like to—I'd like to point out how your teeth are misshapen, <laughs> and you still are. You should have gotten the Invisalign. It wasn't that much. Oh God!
0: Oh, that's the best.
8: Um, no, but
10: it's—it's—it it's, is—it is great because I. I have the power to elicit this nostalgia feeling in people. Uh. And, and it's a really, it's a good feeling. It's like something nice to, be able to do in the, <laughs> the world a small a small little I like call it I just sprinkle a little bit of pixie dust on people every once in a while. Yeah, the, the honestly the, nice. the nostalgia
5: yeah. thing, the rewind concept, it's all it's all really good because you do tie into those things. Look look at what just happened with Top Gun Maverick, right? Mm. You had this movie that was nostalgic. <laughs> no one ever thought that thirty plus years ago. And so what do they do? They dip back into the well. They kind of take a nostalgic approach. They acknowledge and embrace some of the stuff of the original one. And people felt right at home, and it had a massive opening. So nostalgia at all different levels means a lot to people. It just just centers you. And uh, so, yeah,
10: I, particularly right now, I guess. yes, I mean, there's, a lot, there's a lot happening, and it's nice to have something to focus on that you know will be a positive thing, like going to the show tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> yeah, be a positive thing to do and because then, you'll it'll will it's just, just everyone's having fun. And then besides that, you're going to be
0: Atlantic City uh, on the twenty fourth. Well, at least the event is the twenty fourth to the 26th Oh, right, kind of right. Oh, line, yeah. yeah. You guys,
10: you, you guys did your homework. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You see the re- Rewind Con, one of those conventions that uh, yep. I do a couple times a year, which. Sure. Again, uh, the first time I did it, I felt a little weird, honestly. It felt a little, you know, I just wasn't really sure. And then you see the kind of people that come, you know, people who are, I, I, I'm i fanatic about music and guitars and basses and effect pedals and stuff like that. And I'll go to one of those, I'll go to Nam and nerd out for three days and go nuts. And so I understand that concept, but I didn't think I really got it until I was one of those uh, people standing there and, and laughing people come up and have it have those exact same moments it's of great. feeling nostalgic yeah. and feeling like oh man like you were my childhood or you helped me find this you know Pete yeah. and Pete helped me define who I am as a person like a left of the dial like kind of you know kind of a cool weirdo like me and and, and it's those those moments and interactions are really special and and um you know it's 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 great, I yeah, agree. absolutely. Really nice. Danny,
0: when, when you're at the cons, as you had mentioned earlier, have, have you ever come across uh, some people that have uh, have been a part of show that had a run, and that's all they kind of did, uh, but still think that they are a legit, you know, current Hollywood star, and and kind of have that
10: attitude. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I, I I'm sure I, I've certainly met some people like that, and I don't want to I don't want to trash anyone. No, you don't <laughs> I have to. I, I will say I I will say that sometimes people that you know they get a crew together, and I and like I did we did a con once, and it was Mike and I uh, across the way from the people who are in the land of the lost, and so they had like the raft. And they took a picture. They got everyone in the boat with them, and then they would sing the song together. So throughout the weekend, I heard them a cappella sing the Land of the Lost song like 150 times. <laughs> everybody, every time they wanted, it, they're like, "All right, everybody, let's get in the boat!" <laughs> <laughs> and, we were just standing there across like, oh, well, they got another one.
8: <laughs>
5: no, that's cool, <laughs> that's oh, man. That's I would it's
10: all That's what it's all about there. You, totally. You're, yeah. you're, bringing, you're bringing what those people knew of yep. you. Like, I, I, uh, here's a, the best example I can give you is that I have, you know, uh, pictures of me from all that, from the Mighty Ducks. From Pete and Pete, and I have pictures of us from the live adventures of Danny and Mike show. Yeah, and I never, I never sell any of the new uh, me photos. They don't ever, they don't sell them. Already, <laughs> everybody just wants the old stuff. So that's yeah. there, there. You go. That's it in a nutshell. It's like you can food. have all your other work displayed, but people are only going to go for what they remember. You for.
5: listen. You, sure. It means
0: a lot. It means a lot to people. You make them happy, and that's all that matters. Yep. Sure. Yep. All right, so the uh, the podcast in Chamonix Creek Brewery is uh tomorrow and uh 25 bucks to get in, but you get a signed poster and the whole deal and you get to hang out and you, talk with yeah. Uh, yeah with you get
10: it. a free be- you get a free beer on us too. Sweet. All right. You, and uh Yeah, the fir- your fir- your first is on us. That's the, that's the Danny and Mike uh like you guys just to uh, You guys still have that city special? The shot in a PBR for 3 oh, bucks. Oh, that's <laughs> You're sitting, you're sitting, come on, Marissa, guys! guys I've, been in a, I've been playing in a band for twenty years. I've been I've
6: played the M Room, North Star Bar when it was there. Marissa, I, I, where I've
10: is been, it? I've been around Philly, yeah,
6: the citywide. Uh, they say it may have started at Barbara's. It's a okay. PBR and a shot of whiskey. All right, there but you go. Anyway.
0: So it's still there, anyway. All right,
10: all I, right. Yeah, Danny. It. All right, that's thanks, beautiful.
0: That's thanks beautiful. for checking in, man. Have a uh, have fun tomorrow night. I'm sure it's going to be a blast. And uh, you, you sound all like right, a lot of fun.
10: yeah, if you guys are around, you should you should make an appearance. Come hang out.
0: All right, man. Thank you, Danny Tamborelli, guys. Yay. Have a good one, yeah. brother. We appreciate it. And uh, yep, not only at uh, Shamrock Creek, Brewery, but uh, then in Atlantic City for. Uh, the Classic Rewind uh, weekend. And, in fact, um, Kate Flannery is going to be there for that. Yeah, uh, Tara Reed, Mark Paul, Goss, or a bunch of people uh, are going to show up. I love stuff that like that. Yeah. I, I might honestly.
3: actually go because there's a guy named R.J. Mitt, or uh, Mitty. Uh, so he played Walter Jr. on uh, Breaking Bad. I would go there just to take my son to Walter meet that guy. Walter
0: Jr.? Yeah, he's uh, his the son. The baby?
3: No, no, that was, um, oh, God, I forget the baby. He's been
0: so long since so I've seen Breaking Bad.
3: Right. It's just his son who... Um, he has no trouble with, walking, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: He's got he's got crutches and
0: uh, he's got a, a gate. God, I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, I've forgotten about some of the characters in there. So yeah. he's going to be there. He's going to be there. Okay, yes. why not? Jerry Mathers is going to be
3: there. the Beaver. The
8: beaver, yeah. shut up!
0: <laughs> How old is the Beaver now? For Christ's sake! Oh, no. uh, we just he had a birthday the other day. We were mentioning it in the uh, celebrity birthdays, but I couldn't tell you.
3: Richard Klein is going to be there from uh, Three's Company. No, I thought Richard Klein was. Uh, hang on a second. Who plays uh, the? Imaginary, the uh, elephant guy in Inside Out. What's that guy's name? Oh, that was Richard, kind. Richard, kind. Richard kind, yeah. Klein. Richard Klein. Richard Klein. I thought
5: it Bing was.
0: Bong. Now, now I need to know who. Uh, Richard Klein, Richard I think, Klein is from Three's Company. Wasn't he uh, uh, Larry? Larry Dallas? Yeah. Can you look up Richard oh, Klein yeah, yeah, since so you got it right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we'll find out who he is. Wait, Richard Klein. Yes. Was he Larry? Yep, Larry Dallas. <laughs> On Three's Company. Larry <laughs> Dallas. Surprised I knew that. <laughs> 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 is he still alive? Oh, yeah. You hate to
4: hear that about yourself. Is he still alive? He'll be at the event, even though he's dead. Seriously?
0: No, he's coming. I didn't know. I thought I thought he messed up the name. No, no, no. That's why. Yeah, he's coming. He'll be there. This just said Richard Klein is alive, and he will be. He will be in the Classic Rewind (laughs) Weekend Festival at the Showboat in Atlanta. Let's get Richard Klein on the show. Actually, he's the, the. Exact type of person I would like to talk to. I love all those people. These guys are going...
5: We we would love to promote that sort of... I mean, that's... that three's company was huge. Yeah. He, wow, had a, he had a, one of the most
4: impressive hair helmets on television. Yep. Steve, he was on Broadway for uh, Wicked, and he teaches, I'm
0: not kidding, a master a- acting class. And he was on Love I Boat, mean, Nick, a listen, couple of times. We hit one of our favorite guests was Adrian Zemed. Adrian Zemed. Right Zimed. here in the studio. Adrian
5: freaking Zimed.
0: Mm-hmm. Look at the cans on that <laughs> bimbo. Even said that line for us, which was great. <laughs> All right, we're ready for our next guest. You guys ready for our next yes. guest? Yeah. All right, he'll be a punchline tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, seven thirty, are when the shows are. And I think this is the first time we have a chance to speak to him. So please welcome Joe, Mr. D. Dombrowski. Hey. Oh. Hey, What's up? Mr. T? Wow, a little Budweiser throwback there.
8: <laughs>
12: right, right. You know, just started to drink at nine thirty in the morning. Right. Be,
8: you
0: know. Why not? Listen, you're you're you were a kindergarten teacher, so you got to I'm sure you started drinking <laughs> early a long time ago.
12: Oh yeah, you know the word teacher synonymous with alcoholism.
0: So the <laughs> hey, where are you from, Mr. D?
12: I'm from Detroit oh. so you know I'm feeling I'm feeling at home here a little rough a little gritty I'm liking it
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. a good blue collar vibe which we uh, which we love and there there they're, we're definitely kindred spirits uh but I was talking to Kathy and and um uh you know she was a big fan of uh Ellen, Ellen. the show and and that's really where you went stratospheric wasn't it and explain how that happened
12: Yeah, for sure. So I just filmed a video in my classroom. uh, You know, I was just starting to put a little bit of my comedy online. And Ellen, and apparently what the producers told me is she herself found it. And she loved it and uh, invited me onto the show twice. And uh, it really just took my comedy career to the next level. And it, it, was, it finally... was
5: it was a video of you kind of pranking your students with a with a fake test, correct?
2: Misspelling yes. words, right?
12: Yes, I made it. It was April Fool's Day. I pranked them with the words uh, that I made up on the spot, <laughs> just a bunch of baloney words, like nothing made sense, and uh, they ate it up. Like it was the kids trying to spell those words. I still listen to it sometimes oh. when I'm having a bad day. It's so funny. That's awesome. <laughs>
2: well, and when she had you on the show and brought your, quote, whole class there to surprise you and not one student was from your class,
8: <laughs> was priceless?
12: Oh, well, that's when that happened, too. When the cameras were off, I turned to her and I said, nice try, because I'm with those kids. Five days a week, eight hours a day. The right. second that curtain opened, I'm like, "That's not mine. That's not mine. That's definitely not mine."
0: When you when you initially made that the the prank video, did you have to go to each and every parent and get permission to before you could post that? Did I have to? Yes. <laughs>
8: did I? <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: any complaints come out of that classroom?
8: I mean, of course.
12: Yeah, yeah. of course. Like, I, I'm definitely breaking the mold with what I do. I, I don't suggest any teacher to do what I do or what I did. Oof. But, uh, yeah, some parents were, you know, um, a little uptight about it, but I, at the end of the day, I was just making class real, you know? Like, these kids are inundated with social media, so I'm just using it with them and i was always super appropriate with it i never showed their face right i never sh- said their names i'd switch their genders or what whatever if i was talking about them so i had their best interests out i knew i wasn't breaking any laws we're good
0: hey did i read this correctly that uh, one of your former teachers came out to one of your shows recently
12: yes my former high school drama teacher came out to my show and when i was out on stage i said to the whole audience i said. My high school drama teacher's here, and I just want to stop for a second to say thank you to her. Because of her, that I learned that as a teacher, it's okay to smoke cigarettes on your lunch break. <laughs>
5: <laughs> there, is, there is something that lends itself to, you know, and, and so for the past... Couple of weeks, we do a thing in the morning. Preston, it was very important to to start it, which we were doing. Coolest teachers, so uh, we have a school every day nominating the teacher they believe to be the, uh, the the coolest. The students do, and then we talk to them briefly, and and uh, it, it's it's a cool thing because I, I think it's by the very nature of the job, um, it does breed. If you have any kind of sense of humor, kind of a, a playground for you to exercise that sense of humor, because. And any inklings towards performing, you're performing every day for a, for an audience. So all Absolutely. those things, right? They work in your favor.
12: And I love that you guys do that because teaching it is such a demanding, difficult, underappreciated job. So I love that you guys are out there doing that for the teachers here. That's that's really admirable. Yeah, it
0: it didn't uh, occur to me until I had children, and then we had some uh, uh, some some things that needed to be paid close attention to, and then we started going to. Meetings and the teachers would all come down and they would sit around and they would talk about my one of my kids in particular. I was like, Oh my God, these people really care. I couldn't believe it. In Mm -hmm. high school, they were the enemy to me. (laughs) Uh I mean the absolute (laughs) enemy. (laughs) However, though, I started to look back after having this realization and I realized that there are you remember two types of teachers. You remember your great teachers and you remember Mm -hmm. your horrible teachers. Mm -hmm. And then the ones that don't really then there are others that you forget because they didn't really have much too of an too impact busy smoking. on you. They were too busy out smoking. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but the ones that that I do remember because they were great really had an impact on my life and, and wanted to do some type of way to commemorate that. So we started. That
12: yeah, happening. my my philosophy in the classroom when I was in there too is always I want to make school a place where kids want to be, not where they have to be. Right. Yeah. Because too many times there's there are bad teachers out there who just don't care. And the kids don't deserve that. So I was just always trying to make learning fun for them, get involved with them, get our hands messy, and just just have a good time because life's too short, you know? All
0: right. Well, when did comedy uh, come into your life? When did stand-up comedy come into your life?
12: I started stand-up right when I started teaching as a fresh 21-year-old. And it's because, um, I don't know if you know this, but teachers are poor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I uh, I needed to put a little gas in my tank. I needed to put groceries on the table, so I was doing $50, $25 spots on the weekends just to make up that little extra income, so it was uh, just something I did, and I loved doing it, and then, you know, the parents started to come to the shows, and surprisingly, (laughs) they loved it. They loved it, and I made a little bit of a local name for myself in Detroit, Okay, uh, right around the time that I blew up on Ellen, actually.
5: It's a a little bit of a tightrope to walk because, you know... (laughs) Everybody gets pissed off about something, so uh, you yep. know, and, and there's uh, so as you're you're trying to keep the the, uh, the the parents happy and your audience happy and all that stuff. But you also have a, an improv background, so uh, you can think on your feet if you have to. For example, if the the principal was in the audience one night, you'd probably be able to adapt to that, correct?
12: Oh, absolutely. And and let's be real, comedy, especially improv, that's just being in a classroom every day. The whole thing's improv. It's an unscripted PBS show you got to know what to do on the spot any moment. So I'm going from my classroom and I'm dealing with 5-year-olds who are acting like drunk adults and then I go into the <laughs> clubs and I'm at, I'm, tr- I'm walking with drunk adults who are acting like 5-year-olds. It's all the same thing. <laughs> it's all the same
5: thing. Yeah, that's a, that's a skill set you can apply all around the clock.
12: Yeah, kindergarten yeah.
5: that's
0: that's a um that's a bit of a jungle, man.
12: Yeah. Oh, that's an understatement. Before I before I left the classroom, I dyed my hair for the summer, right? And uh, one of the kids, they freaked out. They're like, why did you do that? And I was like, oh, I just, I wanted to look a little bit younger. And one of my kindergartners looked at me and she said, but what are you, what are you going to do about your face?
0: Oh my God. You, I would imagine they feed you material. Are you still working as a teacher or have you had to set that aside?
12: You know, I'm not working full time. However, I did love, love teaching it's Especially when I was teaching kindergarten. So when I go back home to Seattle, um, whenever I'm home, if I have the opportunity to, I still substitute teach wow. in kindergarten to help them out there. Yeah.
5: Is there is there amount of time? Is, for example, if too much time lapses, do you have to go recertify? I don't know if it's like scuba diving or something, but. Uh, yeah, yeah.
12: <laughs> it's very much stoop diving. You have to get your license to stay alive.
8: In this <laughs> <I'm>
12: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, mine's not quite done yet because I taught for so long; it's a little bit extended. Okay. But uh, it will soon. But as a substitute teacher, let's be real—they're—they're they're taking everybody. So <laughs> get out, get out there. If you interested? I can get you a job. Uh,
0: uh, any, was, any children of your own?
12: No, not yet, but I'm definitely destined to be a dad, so okay. it's, it's probably in the couple of years coming up. Here. Okay,
0: sounds nice. cool, man. Yeah, excellent. Well, and and by the way, do you have you been through Philly a number of times? You know, I performed here once,
12: uh, was about four years ago at uh, the Suzanne something theater. Oh, Suzanne uh, Roberts, yeah, yeah, the Suzanne Roberts theater, and I haven't been back since because of the pandemic. So. Uh, So here I am, I'm ready to go. I I remember it was such an awesome audience. The fans here are just like none other. I, I just connect with the people here on a different level. So I'm stoked
5: about the shows this weekend. I'm really excited to get up there. By the way, uh, uh, the streets are paved with dildos. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah.
8: know, just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Happy Pride.
0: Let's go. <laughs> all right. Punchline tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. The shows are all at 730. All three nights. Stick is available at punchlinephilly.com. We'll have to get you in the studio next time, Mr. D. It's good to talk to you.
12: Yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys. Great interview.
0: Joe D'Ambrosio. Or D'Ambrosio. Sorry about that. Uh, I said D'Ambrosio. Mr. D. (laughs) D D'Ambrosio. And uh, I like that guy. That's great. He's a lot of fun. Very, very cool. All right. Why don't we take a break? Come back in a second. Get in some B-File stories. We got those for you, my friend. Uh, Hang in there. Back shortly.
11: New on Rock Breakdown, even one of the most legendary guitarists of our time is not
2: immune to the occasional brain fart. Wolfgang Van Halen puts the Reels channel on blast, and Stranger Things introduces us to metalhead Eddie Munson. Watch Rock Breakdown on Instagram and get
11: more music news on WMMR.com.
0: Just a reminder, we made an announcement a little while ago. The I Believe for Presidency Blood Drive is coming up on Friday, June 24th. We want you to get signed up. We'll be in two different locations, Live Casino Hotel in Philadelphia and the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. And we are going to have appearances from uh, MMR staff members at both. We are going to begin with our first ever live broadcast from a Blood Drive. Never done it. We got the particulars taken care of. It's something we've wanted to do, and now we're doing it because it is going to be on a Friday. You will be able to join us at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. That morning, we'll do our entire show live. And then, after that, we are going to have uh, Brent Porsche, Jackie Bam Bam, and Sarah at different times appearing at Live Casino and Hotel and meeting people and checking in on the radio and just kind of passing, you know, onto the air what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, you uh,
5: know, so- we're going try to try to hit a record again. You always try. You get what you get. And it's a bit more than they had, but... It's always cool to say, can we do it this year? I think we can.
0: And all donors get an I Believe for Presidency reusable tote bag, courtesy of Window Nation, and the newest Presidency t-shirt, of course. Toast uh, my goats. So please <laughs> sign up for that, and you can do it all at WMMR.com. There's an eligibility guideline if you want to see if maybe you are not eligible to donate ahead of time. Strongly
5: well, we encourage you to do that, because it yeah. might be something that would stop you from doing that. And if and listen, we are so thrilled that you have that interest, but the one thing we don't want to do is burn up an appointment um, something you could have found out now that makes you ineligible to give blood. Sometimes if you've traveled out of the country or whatever, whatever the story is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, make sure that all those spots are, are available
0: for people who can donate. Yeah, and we don't want you to waste your time. Either yes. time. I'm driving right. all the way out somewhere. But but we have uh, locations that are going to serve, you know, if, if it might be more convenient for you. If you're in New Jersey or Delaware, you go to Live Casino. Yeah. Uh, if you're more out uh, west, then uh, come by Oaks. It's going to be great. So we're looking forward to it. All right, let's do the Bizarre fight. <laughs>
1: Kristine and, and Steve.
0: Brought to you by Horizon Services, you can get an AC tune-up for $79 and up to a pound of refrigerant for free at horizoneasybook.com. Well, let's begin with this one. Dozens of elite parachute regiment troops were recorded having an orgy oh. with a woman who was smuggled inside of their barracks. This is all willingly, by the way. Uh-huh. Soldiers from the 3rd Battalion, the Parachute Regiment of 16 Air Assault Brigade, took part in what appeared to be a consensual orgy with a red-headed woman that was filmed. Uh, the woman had been smuggled it's a different in- kind of training. into Merville Barracks in Colchester, Essex. This is in England. And one soldier was even seen saluting as his friend had <laughs> sex with the woman. Footage of the orgy has shocked Army chiefs and forced Royal Military Police to launch an investigation. (laughs) Uh, The main strands of investigation are how the woman was brought onto the base and whether any military orders were broken or not. Is this the same group that did the hot Carl jump? Uh, Maybe that was them. An Army spokesperson said the Army expects the highest standards of behavior from all personnel. Anyone not maintaining these standards will be investigated. Uh, The Army described the 16 Air Assault Brigade as a specially trained force that are equipped to deploy a by-parachute helicopter and air landing. They know how to do orgies right. And apparently that's what they did. A man has been charged with aggravated assault and aggressive driving after striking a 15-year-old on a bicycle with his ATV. Because the boy threw a banana peel near the roadway near his property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jerry P. Terrell was that seems warranted uh, charged with felony aggravated assault. Uh, the sheriff, uh, Barry Babb, said a 15-year-old male cyclist was riding along through a banana peel near the edge of a roadway. Well, hell, what if someone slips on that? Uh, Terrell confronted the cyclist who continued on his way. Babb said Terrell got on an ATV, followed the cyclist, and then struck the bicyclist, causing the bicycle to wreck. Uh, the 15-year-old was treated and released. Yeah! Petrel was arrested. Walmart is the latest retailer to stop t- selling, and I'll probably mispronounce this, uh, but uh, Chayoka Coconut Milk, following retail giants Costco, Target, Kroger, and many other who have pulled the product from shelves amid monkey labor allegations. Monkey yeah. labor? Yes. The Thai supplier... Uh, has been accused of using monkeys for forced labor.
5: Time has come to unionize.
0: <laughs> uh, Walmart confirmed that it no longer sells products in st- in its stores or online. Monkey labor? Yeah. PETA Executive Price Fre- uh, Vice President Tracy Raymond said, the coconut trade uses social monkeys as chained-up coconut-picking machines, depriving them of any opportunity to eat, play, or spend time with their families. Uh, Pete not right said a supporter sent Walmart more than 86,000 emails asking it to stop selling uh, Chayoka products. And they said, with one PETA expose after another confirming cruelty on coconut farms, retailers are dropping uh, Chayoka left and right. So I'd never heard of monkey no. retail. They need a, a monkey Norma array or I mean, monkey labor allegations, yeah. not retail. It's not like they're working behind the what can interest you in the desk when you walk <laughs> up to uh, the Gap or something like that. No, try not it. monkey, <laughs> monkey labor. Try on. Not monkey retail. And you're a little hippie, so yeah. we're gonna try to find something that accentuates your midsection. <laughs> Mm. They're, <laughs> they're more stylish than you realize. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anybody here ever been to Prague? No, but I'd like to go to Prague. My
2: brother lived there for a little while.
0: All right, well, he probably knows Prague? of Prague? The... Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I thought you were questioning me, and I was like, yeah. What what do you mean? No, no. no.
0: Yeah. We're setting you up for a yeah. Uh so he probably knows of the iconic uh Orlange astronomical clock. He does. Uh, that has been the centerpiece <laughs> of Prague's Old Town Square for more than 600 years. He probably does. It's pretty important. He
2: probably does. He said most unfriendly people he's encountered. Oh no In yeah. 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 What? Yeah. In
0: 2018. That's where they shot the opening of Blade Two. It was unveiled to the public that after an extensive two million dollar restoration uh, would take place. But uh, one of its central paintings. A depiction of months of the year as zodiac signs doesn't look right. A member of the Monuments Preservation Organization Club of Old Prague has filed a complaint with the Czech Ministry of Culture alleging that the contemporary restoration of the painting by the 19th century Czech artist Josef Mans is a botched job. So in his 18-page complaint, Milan Patka argues that the artist hired to restore the work has diverged so far from the original as to replace some faces with likenesses of his own friends. You can't do that. And in other cases, changes the ages, genders, and clothing of the figures. And in one case, the scene depicted a man with auburn hair and a green coat transformed into a man with jet black locks and new bushy mustache. A dog in the scene that was once a black mutt is now brown and white. And one Twitter user has asked... What is Mark Wahlberg doing there? <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's up on the clock? Well, they think that this one guy <laughs> looks like Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> and they had changed him from an old man <laughs> to, into uh, somebody that looks like Wa- Marky Mark. It says highlighting he had highlighted a once balding old man who now resembles the actor. Uh, Jurek, the artist, has not responded to the request for comment, but experts say that it was so clearly not a faithful reproduction that it might just be a joke. So we'll have to wait and find out. Los Angeles Police Department is looking for a man who allegedly held up a sex shop at gunpoint and swiped an electronic sex toy. Police say on April 8th at roughly 10.50 p.m., a man wearing a surgical mask entered the sex shop in Los Angeles. The subject then pulled out a blue steel automatic handgun and aimed it at a sales associate. He then ordered her to hand over, quote, all the money. Well, the man walked over to the display case, grabbed a sex toy off the wall, and then he walked out. He didn't even take the money that she was going to give him. Forget the money. He needed. This is going to feel great. The sex toy. Yeah, <laughs> boy. If I change my mind, uh-huh. wait uh, till I sit on this. Uh, police described the suspect as male, standing six feet tall, weighing about one hundred and seventy-five pounds. I, and then we'll do one more story and wrap it up. Let us end. With there's one I've been sitting on for a little while. I should, uh, oh, no, you know, I wanted to mention this because how bad would this suck? So, angry residents confronted management demanding answers Monday after being forced to leave their San Francisco high rise apartment more than 72 hours uh, ago when a broken pipe flooded the building. So, here's the deal At Friday afternoon, a water main broke on the very top, yeah. of the 33rd floor oh, of the Hama building, and it went down all the went. The water hit all of the floors. Wow! Like it flooded the entire. Did you ever see the Tearing Inferno building? it did. Yeah. Yeah. They detonate the water tanks at the top of the building. I'm sure it looked like that. It wasn't quite like that, but I don't know. But anyhow, it shot down 35 floors of elevator shafts and fouled the electric system. Oh man! I've never heard of one happening over that that many stories yeah. of a flood like that. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. That- Tyler Patterson, a resident, said we were asked to leave the building. I grabbed my cat and dog. We didn't even grab my wallet. I came out here. Folks who left their car or left their cat were not allowed back into the building that night, and a lot of folks were upset that they had their pets still in the building. Uh, There is currently no timeline for repairing and reopening the 400-unit luxury building. Residents were evacuated moved to hotels around San Francisco, but now... They want the people out of those hotels and they have nowhere to go. And it was because of a flood issue in a high rise. Water damage, man. Yeah, it's bad. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you right now. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll see how well you've been paying attention. Lesson
7: question, trash, music news. they coming up when we return. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant... Krista, she's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring—a bright white, high-quality round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under seven hundred dollars. Online at i or at the other corner of Eighth and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's i
7: now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Hailstorm, Lizzie, that last note. Lizzie's got lungs, man, yeah. and uh, the steeple on 93.3 3 WMMY. That was like, this is the church. This is the, is the steeple, steeple. Open it up, and there's all the people. The people, something yeah, like that. When right. you, you'd put your fingers together like this, maybe was yes. both ways because
4: you would do it. Where are the people? Right. This is the church. This is the steeple. Opening up. There are no people. Where are, the people. where are the people? Where are the people? Opening up. There are the people. This yeah. is my steeple. This is my balloon knot. Was the way <laughs> it was sort of taught. Some people did it differently yeah. than others, and I knew that was wrong. There were perverts
0: out there.
5: <laughs> well, the guy gave me five bucks.
0: <laughs> Disgusting pervert. <laughs> Here is the steeple. This is my balloon knot. Huh. How are we clear? Are we? Clear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Any more questions? I want to go home. It's terrible. Now about that puppy we're looking for. <laughs> Kathy you know what a balloon knot is.
2: Of course she does. What? I'm just
0: asking. Just over there, not saying anything. Because why
2: would I participate? I don't want to.
0: We're eating up material
5: I... she's using later.
2: Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> for for
5: uh, the her stories.
0: <laughs> now hey, you're a balloon knot doctor. I got right? an email from somebody who created a butthole burger in our honor. Oh, oh my god. god. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, hang on a second. Let me find it. I wasn't planning on bringing it up here, but Kathy wanted to dive into this. Oh, so she
12: always. Go ahead and
0: do that. Uh, this was an email. I just got it like a, a minute or two ago. Um, oh, man, where did it go?
2: Here, oh, darn, you lost
0: it. I oh, I clicked it's on the wrong. devastating. Clip. So devastating. This is from uh, Stephanie Kraut. And she writes, uh, Hi, my name is Stephanie. Or she says, Hey, best friends. My name is Stephanie Baker. And my husband, James, and I run the kitchen at a cool burger joint named Over the Bar Bicycle Cafe. It's just outside of Pittsburgh. Mm. And you guys joked around about making a butthole burger months ago. And we finally got around to it. And it's our special today. Okay. Uh, but they're not naming it the butthole burger. Oh. I know. Oh. She said we have to be PC about it, and we'll have to call it the Holy Mole or Holy Moly. It is uh, compro- uh, composed of everything bagel, beef patty, mole sauce, pro lone lettuce, and pico. I am liking that. She says, "Love you guys like family. Have a great uh, weekend." And she took a picture of it. I'll show it to you guys. she, she put. It in I a, love it. She wrote a P and an S in the with the the, the mole sauce. Could you oh. say? Could they, how would you keep something like butthole burger? We're not driving to Pittsburgh. No. Oh to try and yeah. have one we can make one ourselves it sounds pretty damn good.
5: Yeah. Did did you see everything bagel? Yeah. Yeah, I love I love using those like for example the uh, um uh, um there was a chef who used the everything bagel for breading for salmon mm-hmm. or when you get creative with your various spreads. Uh, But, uh,
0: yeah, uh,
5: everything bagel. Is that your favorite bagel, by the way, Nick?
0: Yeah, it's the one I go to, Nick. I thought you were talking to me. Go ahead, Nick. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Because he's
4: the bagels and
3: such guy.
0: I am. And uh,
4: you know why it's my favorite? Because it has everything on it. (laughs) Exactly. The only
3: problem is when you toast it, it, you know, the... I still like everything it. Everything
4: kind of ends up in the bottom of the toaster. So well, enough, stays, of it does fall on, enough yes. stays with it to make it glorious. Yeah. yeah, A lot ends up on your fingers, too. I have the same problem with sesame
0: seeds, Casey. Yeah. We'll talk after the show. I right? like sesame seed bagels. I do too. my second favorite.
4: Yeah, I love them. Um, oh, sesame but, seed? At, we, we but are, they fall off. And, and so the seeds, you are left with a conundrum of what to do with the extra seeds. Let and, and or everything items that have ended up on the plate or your fingers. I have a fear of um, getting diverticulitis. <laughs> Oh, so you don't so, eat seeds So and I can't
3: have sesame seeds anymore. Uh, that yeah. would be... You have a fear of getting diverticulitis? Yeah, because like I love... Well, A, it's painful. It doesn't feel good. Right. And then B, you can't have, like, those seeds and stuff anymore.
0: And I love sesame seeds. Well, that's what causes it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, so... you
3: really, after, no. like, you have, like, flare-ups and stuff like that, they're like, you got to stay away from this stuff.
0: Yeah, but hang on a second. Uh-huh. Keep having them until you have a flare-up, and then you don't have them anymore. You're depriving yourself of them altogether. Oh, no, no, no. I'm eating them. Oh. I, just,
3: I have a fear.
0: Oh. Then I, then I think
3: so you, don't, you, you weren't eating them because won't. you have a fear. I don't
2: think that's going to cause it. I think if you have it, that's It'll
3: what... agitates.
2: Yeah, that's what agitates it. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think eating not, sesame seeds are going to cause you guys You guys never- are
3: misunderstanding what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I eat sesame seeds. But I you're eat terrified everything, But I'm terrified... No, I'm terrified of diverticulitis. Okay. And... I don't want to get it because I love sesame, seed, sesame seeds so much, and oh. I eat them. Your
5: real fear is yeah. of getting diverticulitis, but... but from you, eating sesame you seeds. Because you know it'll, it'll stop you from eating sesame seeds.
0: Yeah, I thought that you didn't eat them no. for fear That's of diverticulitis. I, I brush my teeth with them. I love them that much. <laughs> Marissa?
6: Um, I had a friend, we were down the shore, and he went out to grab bagels, came back, and he brought cinnamon raisin, blueberry, and sesame.
0: Ooh. What? An idiot. in one? All in one? <laughs> That, he, he an
6: idiot. That was you the an mixture. idiot. So I I don't know if he got it or if he just told the person behind the counter like give me a couple and that's what they gave him. But isn't that the most random collection? Oh, so I, thought, I thought
0: you were talking about it was one bagel that yeah. was blueberry. Oh. oh my god, that's
4: sesame. weird. I'm like, cinnamon it's, and, it's and sesame. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, um,
6: cinnamon raisin. It's
0: like two dessert bagels and one sandwich bagel. Yeah. Listen, if I'm there, there are dessert bagels. Yes, yeah, yeah. and, yeah. If, and a little cream cheese on a blueberry bagel is yeah. pretty Fine. damn tasty. Right, Depends on what you're in the mood for. Get off my back, unsung hero. Bagels, jalapeno, Chuck Yeager, oh.
6: <laughs> cheddar, jalapeno. Yeah.
0: Unsung here, I uh, yeah, and and the Asiago bagels you get at uh, at Panera are pretty magical too. Pretzel bagels, pretzel bagels. Have you had those? I don't know if no. I have pretzel, pretzel I have pretzel
5: buns, yeah. But pretzel not pretzel bagels. bagels. Oh my god. Okay. Any pretzel bread,
0: unbelievable. Yeah. Okay.
6: Bagels are like my weakness. Like oh, really? I can't walk by a tray of bagels and not. Do they have
0: make your nose run? Oh wait a minute. Uh, there's nothing to be... You don't feel weak. Don't nah. feel weak. You have them. They're good.
6: Marissa All the carbs. I'm
0: too goddamn hungry now. Marissa, what was that
4: place that uh, hooked us up last year for Casey's birthday? Oh, my God.
6: Oh, that was Korshak Bagels. Oh, um, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, it was right next to
4: Epstein and Mr. Carter Bagels.
6: <laughs> I knew it.
3: Oh! Oh!
4: <laughs> hey, <Casey. C-Cotter's> bagels. <laughs> yeah. There are Mr. two God complications damn. from uh, diverticulitis that scare me. Uh, the names. Abscess and fistula. Oh, really? they're like two of the worst. Yeah, uh, the worst vaudeville
0: team of all time.
5: <laughs> I say, Mr. Fish, you know, for that painful opening.
0: Do you have any abscess bagels, please? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay. We're doing Hollywood trash. Yeah, home. we are. Oh, but, right. but thank you very much to uh, Stephanie Kraut and her husband, James, who made the butthole burger in our honor. Okay, hang on a second. What am I doing here? Um, I don't know. What is the main cause of diverticulitis? Doctors believe the main cause low-fiber diet. Uh, Most people with diverticulitis don't have symptoms. Sometimes it causes mild cramps, bloating, or constipation. Diverticulosis is then found through tests. Uh, Oh, this is diverticulosis. That's different Uh, than diverticulitis. He doesn't stand for diverticulosis. (laughs) Diverticulosis. He doesn't stand for (laughs) baloney. Hold on. What the hell is
2: the difference?
0: Wingardium leviosa. (laughs)
2: Leviosa.
0: Leviosa. All right. We done now? We good? Yeah, we're can done. Oh, I you want to do, know
2: the difference. We versus can do the lesson
0: Information question. you can use. Diverticulitis versus diverticulosis?
2: I think it's the same thing. They're not
0: it's the it's same. It's a Damon-Fellman bout. Call the whole thing off. All right, so <laughs> we're going to do the lesson question and the question today, and by the way, we're going to give away, and let me know if I'm right or wrong about that guy. Thing. Uh, $50, read gift card. Am I wrong?
2: So diverticulosis is the presence of, and diverticulitis is inflammation and infection of, so it's the same disease it's just what different form it's
0: in okay so the question is who told gloria rubin that her character on er had aids 215 263 wmmr curious if you know the answer to this we rattled that off at about six forty-five this morning who told gloria rubin that her character on er had aids 215 263 WMMR. Call if you know the answer. The
1: trash business is a gold mine. 933 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All
5: right, let's get some stories. What's up, Steve? Well, Nick Cannon, you brought this up before. He supposedly had wanted a vasectomy earlier this year. Now uh, he says he is fathering a ninth and possibly tenth baby. Cannon says uh, he was originally down with getting his junk slit, but opted for the stripper orgy instead.
1: Oh.
5: Hey. Alicia Keys, this is very dumb, reportedly caught some backlash for playing Empire State of Mind, a song about New York, during the Jubilee concert for Queen Elizabeth. Keys says while she respects the Queen, she should probably pull Big Ben out of her ass. <laughs>
3: hey.
5: And finally, Nick Jonas letting concerned fans know that he's feeling better after getting injured during a celebrity baseball game. Jonas says, while sliding into second base, he was attacked by a wolf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's what happened. <laughs> so, uh, uh, to follow up on that Alicia Key story, did she say? Did you hear that she said that the Queen requested that she play that song? Oh. There you go. Actually, it requested. was a hit for her. Yeah, it was a huge one. Yeah. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the lesson question. Who told Gloria Rubin that her character on ER had AIDS? And we will go to. Let's go to Tim. Hey, Tim, good morning. Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. All right, Tim, who told Glory Rubin that her character on ER had AIDS?
9: Chuck Norris. No. no. That's not the Our right, right Texas answer. Rocker Ranger. That's what we're looking for.
0: Yes, hang on a Walker second, Tim. I I
9: could... Walker, 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 Walker told me I
0: had AIDS. How did Casey get in there? I, know, I didn't mean to do that. Okay. All right, so hang on the line, buddy. Walker
8: we, told
3: me I we I
0: t- We're going to set Tim up with $50 um, Rita's gift card, and you can get to Rita's. And grab a five layer gelati back for a limited time only. The Rita's five layer gelati is more ice, more custard, and more yum. Now, Preston and Steve's Music new on 93.3 WMMR. Yay! Yeah. 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 Righty by Sequoia back saving on decking railings, grills, and patio furniture during Sequoia's annual 4th of July sale, which is going on now on Route 309 in Hatfield or Decksupplies.com. All right, how about this? Uh, And I don't know if there's video footage of this or not. Actually, there is. I have not seen it yet. It looks as though Kiss and their long-rumored use of backing tracks in concert has finally been fully revealed. During the band's June 6th concert in Antwerp, Belgium, a missed cue from drummer Eric Singer seemingly threw off the synced track for Detroit Rock City, exposing Paul Stanley for not hitting a vocal line despite his voice blaring from the P.A. Uh, Blabbermouth posted this video. So you
5: can clearly hear him singing, and he's not.
0: Yeah, that's what the... uh, I've read of the description, so... He's uh, an accomplished ventriloquist. At the end of the track, singer who has played with Kiss on and off since 1991 apparently forgets the uh, the rest for a measure, instead continuing to play the standard beat for two additional measures. Eric realizes he messed up, and begins the drum roll slash breakdown a measure late, which means that Paul's vocal track is out of sync with uh-huh. what the band is actually playing. Oh, man. Paul's track plays everybody's going to leave their seat uh, completely out of sync with the song and when nobody is at the mic. Oh my God. And there's a certain bitter irony in the fact that uh, Kiss has been caught cheating. Especially in light of the fact that Gene Simmons has made a concerted effort to trash acts that use pre-recorded music uh, to augment their sound digitally. Or or they augment their sound digitally. uh,
5: And uh, I I kind of agreed a lot of times with what he was saying, but he also was very staunch about it.
0: uh, Nikki Sixx took to Twitter to seemingly take umbrage with Kiss's obvious double, double standard. He wrote certain band out on the road right now putting other bands down and saying that they are a real rock band. No background singers and no other old people cranky comments except his lead vocals are on tape. People in glass houses shouldn't throw rocks in he put hashtag get off my lawn and hashtag Wizard of Oz. I want to see this footage. I do too. Coheed and Cambria have dropped Dance Gavin Dance on the uh, Wind of the uh, Waking Mind tour. Uh, the band tweeted Tuesday, "We will be announcing a replacement in the upcoming days as we prepare for the release of Vaxis Two and subsequent summer tour." Uh, Dance Gavin Dance's frontman uh, is currently on leave of absence from the group following sexual misconduct allegations. So that is part of the reason, I would assume, why they got the the band dropped. Uh, Jack White has released a new single. It's called "If I Die Tomorrow." Along with it comes a haunting new video directed by Brantley Gutierrez, uh, which premiered on YouTube this week. Uh, White's record label, Third Man Records, will include it uh, on the new limited edition vinyl for Entering Heaven Alive, which comes out on July 22nd. Did you see
5: the video? No. It's amazing. It is an orangutan driving a golf cart. No No way. way. I didn't. It just just speaks to you. Uh, The wisdom in those simian eyes.
0: It will also be available on CD, digital download, and on a limited edition white cassette. (laughs) Lovable ape. Uh Jack White is currently wrapping up the North American uh, leg of his supply chain <laughs> <laughs> issues tour. That, needs to, right. uh, oh, yeah, the, that the... needs to be the new Rick Roll. Uh oh yeah. That needs to be
5: the new Rick roll, the
0: Oragon t- in the uh in the golf cart. I love it. All right, and then uh Tenacious D is releasing a tribute of the Who, uh, or to the Who, I should say, as a fundraiser uh, for the Every Town for Gun Safety organization. Uh, Jack Black and Kyle Gass put their spin on Pinball Wizard. Also, there's a doctor and go-to-the-mirror for a limited-edition 7-inch vinyl. Uh, Labwire reports that all of the proceeds from vinyl sales will go to the uh, Everytown for Gun Safety uh, organization that uh, touts the collective goals of finding ways to make communities safer by introducing solutions to help end gun violence.
4: They're at the Man later this summer. They're doing uh, the Man Music Center, or the Man Center for the Performing Arts. On uh, September 11th, actually. Uh, so yeah, that uh, they're
0: they're doing two legs of the tour.
4: I,
5: I and yeah.
4: yeah,
5: awesome. We used to have him on. We had him on a couple of times. Yeah.
0: yeah, it would be really cool to uh, uh, to get a relationship going again with uh, Jack and Company because um, he is such a great interview. Yeah, um, and uh, they're all, so much fun in concert. So
3: when because that's a, that's a Sunday. Yes. When I, I, I'd like to see what their dates are before and after.
0: Okay. All right. I was looking something up here. All right, and then one final thing: uh, premiering on Reels this Sunday's Guns N' Roses story of their songs. Uh, the show will explore the six classic hits that define Guns N' Roses career as the one of the uh, as the one of the most popular and notorious <laughs> bands in rock history. Okay, I think as one would get it done. Yeah, uh, and the songs examined in the episode uh-huh. at were "Welcome to the Jungle," "Sweet Child of Mine," "Paradise City," "Patience," "Don't Cry." and November rain so that is going to be on reels this Sunday and that's what I have in music and we news learned
5: earlier that he earned money by smoking cigarettes for a, a medical experiment.
0: Yep, that is true. Did you want to talk about
4: Coldplay at all, or you want to do that later? Let's
0: let, oh. let's do that now. Thank you. Uh, I almost forgot about that. Nick went to the uh, the show at the link last night. Yeah, there, it was a fantastic show. I know
4: uh, Coldplay's not everybody's um, cup of tea, but I thought that they're phenomenal. Chris Martin is an underrated fr- front man. He's so great. And normally I don't like. Um, I'm not a fan of a huge fan of shows in stadiums. This was maybe the best stadium show I've ever seen. It was so interactive. They it's employed just, the whole the, the light, deal? bands. And- and um you know balloons and confetti and fireworks and one thing after another and the audio at the link last night was unbelievably Ooh, great it was, it was so good the video was was really good as well um and the weather held off until the very end yeah uh, I mentioned this earlier this morning it was a torrential downpour when we drove home <sighs> uh, but it was such a great show and it there were looking at really... some footage Nick. it's crazy yeah it, it is crazy if you get a chance to see them uh, this tour is is awesome um and uh, and I highly recommend it there were a few highlights but uh the one that I think we have audio of is uh, of Chris Martin singing the Eagles fight song <laughs> fly
0: <laughs> the right, Fly. here we go fly let Yeah, Uh definitely, definitely. And it's great because, I mean, how many... How many professional sports teams have a real theme song? Yeah, and Are, like,
4: none. I guess he's doing a city-centric song in, in most towns that he visits, uh, and they had Bruce out on the stage in uh, the Meadowlands the other day. But um, uh, I think when they came out on the side stage last night, they had to cut it short a little bit. I think they were looking at the weather and and uh, checking the uh, the radar app and, and seeing that these storms were rolling. And so they, they cut that part of it a little bit short, but then he went into uh, the Eagles song, and and that was really cool. But cool. yeah, just really phenomenal. The, uh, the second-to-last song was fixed you which in my mind is one of the greatest songs of the last 20 years so how do they work the wristband thing that, that was pretty I, the wild. technology behind it steve uh boggles the mind because yeah. I, I was standing in one section i was up in 201 and um they would have my lights coordinating with other people in my section but it's not like they're they're predetermined where you're gonna sit right you just right. get handed handed these random wristbands when you walk in and then you hand them out when you leave too or hand oh. them back when you leave so oh, you do uh, they collect them i guess for the next showcase yeah okay. so um but, yeah, it just it was a really great night. And uh, Connor was there, and uh, Matt Quartz was there as well, and, and Brent Porsche was sitting right next to us. So it was cool to see Brent. Uh, really great time. Cool time at the link. Nice. Did you want to say something? Uh, just, you know, with the Eagles song, I think it's the second best fight song next to this one.
7: Yeah, I learned long ago if you're ramming just right, you can ram it all day and ram it all night. What up, about me, we're going to ram it, you see? If you ram it just right, you can ram it all night. Ram it. Yeah.
0: For the Rams? That's yeah, for the Rams. It's not really a fight song.
5: No, it's no.
3: probably not. They did that in LA, Keith. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. Cole ram it. <laughs> oh, well Coldplay played that in. Uh, yeah. You, ram you. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. Get ready to wrap up the program. Letter of the Day for the World of the We're Right on the edge of giving that away uh, tomorrow. So we'll be back in a second. Stay
7: with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok.
10: Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, flip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to
4: your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com
10: for program details.
7: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thursday morning, fairly pleasant day today. We're
0: looking at 82 degrees, kind of breezy, but uh, comfortable. The humidity level's dropping. Uh, Tomorrow, sunshine, 82 Afternoon showers both Saturday and Sunday, but uh, temperature's around that 80-degree mark. So uh, take that for what you will. Uh, and I want to thank our uh, guest, actually, on the show today. We had fun today. Um, uh, Danny uh, Tamberelli. Tembe- yes. Uh, was on the show from uh, The Adventures of Pete and Pete, so a show that I've never seen before. He was on uh, Nickelodeon, but it was a lot of fun to talk to. Yeah. And is doing a podcast tomorrow, and that will be at the Neshamini I didn't write it down. Chamonix Chamonix Creek Creek, Brew Pub, thank you. Brewery. Uh, Brewery. And uh, then uh, in Atlantic City at the showboat on uh, June 24th through 26th. He was a really nice guy. A lot of great stories. And he loves getting out and seeing fans. Yep, absolutely. And another guy we met for the first time is Joe Mr. D. Dombrowski. And uh, he was awesome. And he will be at Punchline tonight. Friday and Saturday, and you can get tickets at punchlinephilly.com, which is uh, great. So yep. we're happy to have two new friends back in Philadelphia. Uh, now we have an old friend, Pierre Robert, who is in the studio with us.
1: Make new friends, but don't forget the old. Nice. One is yeah. silver and the other is gold. Ooh. I like that. It was a little jingle in Catholic school Make new friends, but don't forget the old. One is silver and the other is gold. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> I do recognize that the the uh, the melody. Yeah. It's like from something else. Um, right. make new friends, but don't forget the old one. The silver and the other the is gold. Then ding 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 It's a Christmas song. They sing it it's a, it's da- a wonderful one. La- J- <gasps> <laughs> pict- <novels> da- Hark the herald ha- the the <claro> Hark the <heralds-istance>
10: hump- angels. That's a- it. Hark the
0: freaking angels. Freaking Harold Angels, Suzu's
1: Petals, right? Aren't they singing that at the end? Suzu's pedals, probably. Black Thank dog you. from Led
0: Zeppelin. That's what yes. it was. Yeah. Okay. Right here in my freaking pocket. Uh, so, <laughs> Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen as George Bailey. George Bailey. Yeah, I would oh love to God. see that. George Lasso's the freaking moon. Yeah, a reimagining, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> that that would
1: be be the best. Best. The
0: reboot. The reboot. Um, shall we go ahead and get that letter from him, my yes. man? Yes.
1: All right, let's do it. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
0: Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by The Letter. C is in
1: Captain.
0: All right, C is in Captain, and we're gonna give away a 30 or no a 55 inch class seven uh series LED 4K UHD Smart Tizen TV. And you can witness a return of Obi-Wan Kenobi. New episodes streaming Wednesdays only, and that is on Disney Plus. We'll give that away tomorrow because it's Friday. Thank God it's yeah. Friday, man.
1: That's with you and Yeah, Yeah, you Yep, that's
0: right. Uh what's up on uh, the show today, Ewan? <laughs>
1: well, you'd be better in tuning <laughs> because I'm telling you, we've got some good stuff. We will have Tom Petty Workforce Blocks, Bon Jovi Workforce Blocks, Stevie Ray Vaughan Workforce oh, okay. Blocks. That's damn good stuff. That is good stuff right then and there. If it weren't for that even, that would be enough. But there's more. Now how much would you pay for it? <laughs> that is amazing listening experience. It is because you don't have to pay anything for it. Uh, you also have opportunity to win uh, tickets for Everclear and Fastball and the Nixon's uh, June twenty third at the Keswick Theater. There used to be a band called Nixon's Head years ago. Oh, now yeah. there's a band just called the Nixon's. There's also a watch company called Nixon. I have a few Nixon's. Always oh, on time. Coco, <laughs> <laughs> Coco. Let me
0: make Um, this perfectly clear. (laughs) Nixons have been around for a while. We used to play them at WDR. Oh, really? Yeah, they had a a song called, uh, I think it was Sister. Okay.
1: (laughs) I am not familiar with the Nixons, Mm -hmm. but I love the name. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we'll have tickets for the Hooters, their 40th anniversary tour um, uh, on Pierre Standard Time. They're calling it
0: 40th. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Sister, I see you.
3: Uh, this song, when it first started, it sounded like yellow lead better. A, a little
1: bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit.
0: Yeah, I kind of get that vibe.
1: Yeah. Is this oh, ringing a bell girl. at all? That's yeah. Little Black
0: Backpack. Yeah.
1: Little Black Backpack. How was cool. was that? No. They sang with Matt Cord. They've got Matt Cord to sing it.
4: Stroke nine. Stroke That's nine. it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Stevie Ray Vaughn has a song that sounds just like uh, Yellow Lead better. Uh, and um, Steve, I was singing about you yesterday with Coldplay because they had that song that sounded like uh, a Kraftwerk song. Oh, yeah. right. Cause this calls, calls this number.
1: Calls this number. Wow. Calls this number. Anyway, we'll have tickets for the Hooters, the 40th anniversary, take two, because they were going to do this two years ago. And yeah. COVID. So uh, it's kind of a cute name on what's really their 42nd anniversary. They'll play November 4th and 5th. There's a presale going on now. Uh, one more day of that. And WMMR.com has the link to that. And tomorrow it goes on sale at 10 a.m. for the Hoots show.
0: Excellent. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, let me thank sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and... Bipolar Seltzer. No sugar, calories, or funny business. Refreshingly natural polar seltzer. Tomorrow's Friday. We'll wrap it all up, give everything we got to give away, and we will have an esteemed guest, Mr. Bill Burr. Wow. Will be joining us tomorrow morning. That is correct. You know around what time it's going to be case? Nine o'clock. Around nine o'clock. Excellent. Morning. Very cool. So that's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.
7: What the f was he talking about?